live. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say good evening, and welcome to another live broadcast here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Dr. Mike Prince, alone with crew, here for another exciting Bland Buccaneer football game as the Bucks will be hosting the Cardinals of Trinity Valley. We have with us in the booth on this evening none other than Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, and Mr. Cobbs himself, my brother Kendall Cobb. We are hearing you live action from the Blinn Buccaneer home field, that of Brenham High School. want to remind you tonight's broadcast could not be possible without some exceptional people to help provide underwriter and sponsorship for today's production. Of course, that is Bush's Chicken off of Highway 36 in Brenham, Texas, and our good friends who's going to be our halftime dinner supper Mobius Pizza right here in the beautiful city limits of Brenham. Well, guys, we got another broadcast. We witnessed the Bucks victorious last week. Grace had a strong performance, 178 rushing yards. How are you guys doing this week? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing great, Mike. You know, I'm excited to be here. Nothing like some college football on a Saturday afternoon. I cannot complain. You cannot I'm, complain? I'm alive. So that's all we can really ask for. That's all. That's, you know what? That's <laughs> enough said right there, the way things are going right now. But as, as we do each and every week, we bring you up-to-date information of Glenn Buccaneer football as well as our local and regional high school coverage, that of the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, the Hempstead Bobcats, the Walla Bulldogs, and much, much more. You can visit our website at obnradio.com. Guys, bring us up to speed on tonight's contest and how these teams are matching out. Well, both teams are coming to today's contest undefeated. Uh, Blinn is sitting at 2-0 and right now after their win on last week against Navarro by the score of 27-12. to And Trinity Valley is coming in today's contest 3-0 and after their win last week against Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College by the score of 27-14. to So, again, both teams coming to today's ballgame undefeated. But, unfortunately, one of these teams will, will go home with a loss. Somebody's going to get their first loss on today. Exciting defensive play last week by the Bucks, led by that fearsome four on the front in that 4-2-5 defense. And, of course, Mr. A.J. Jackson, Jr., the big number four. Mr. Four, I guess we can start calling him. Uh, we uh, found out we knew there's something special about this young man, but uh, we were right with our hunch. He has committed to Ohio State, going to be a Buckeye when he's done with his uh, tour of service here. And um, he's playing up to speed as far as uh, uh, Power 5 schools are concerned. Yes, sir. And he came from the University of Auburn, Mike. And it's, after last week's performance, I believe he finished with nine tackles and a sack on that ball game. And after that performance, we definitely saw why he was recruited from Auburn in the first place. Absolutely. Our Mobius Cafe Pizzeria player of the game last week, Carlos 
uh, Carlos Grace, uh, 178 rough and tough yards. They're expecting another strong performance out of him tonight, but he's going to have a stingy defense in the likes of Trinity that he's going to have to get through on today. And, you know, Mike, not only 178 yards, he also had two touchdowns, but the one thing to note, he had 31 carries in that last ball game. So we definitely know that they used Grace a lot last week, and we're certainly going to see if they're going to use him that amount of times in today's ball game. Well, with Grace, we know it's going to be a staple for that offense. I'm still have my, my jury duty eyes out, if you will, on two key positions, and that's number one, that offensive line. Still a work in process, and the gunslinger himself, Brother Williams. Yes, sir. He is a, a strong, dynamic, athletic quarterback who does not mind taking risks. And if he can minimize uh, the, the forcing the issue, and that line gives him a half a second more time to scan his possessions down the field, he should have a big night on tonight. Well, it's no secret that Coach definitely has a confidence in Devin Williams. We saw, as you mentioned last week, there were times that he threw quite a bit of ill-advised passes uh, last week that could have been easily picked off, but he definitely uh, caught a lot of breaks last week. But we definitely know that Coach has some confidence in him. He has some confidence in his throwing arm. But if he can just kind of minimize that this week, uh, they should definitely have some problems this week against Trinity Valley. Absolutely. Tonight's game should be another exciting game as we are proud uh, to be the voice of Buccaneer football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We serve the community through faith and athletics, and we are the voice of student athletics. we got a lot more updating and programming coming on for those who are in the local area. Don't forget, you can listen at 87.9 FM. And if you happen to be out and about, simply go to the website at obnradio.com, and we'll take it one step even further. You might be on the go. You don't have Internet access. All you have to do is dial this number, 724-444-7444, enter the code 46493, and you can listen to the game anywhere throughout the country at the tip of your phone. So it's just that easy. And we're here to provide that service and make sure that each and every broadcast that we do, that we're going to have a good time and we're going to have a good time bringing you Bucks football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Yes, sir, Mike. And as we have about seven and a half minutes away from our kickoff in today's game, I believe our main man, Alex Goodwin, has a scoring update for us. Ah, uh, yes. Well, Andre, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, Wake up over there, man. Okay, why you? <laughs> what you got for us? All right, so this is a live score update from Thibodeau, Louisiana. The Prairie View University Panthers are currently down by a score of 20 to 0 with 44 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. 20 to 0. 20 to 0 with the extra point upcoming. Up, check that 21 to 0. Well, don't forget that we will have a, the 1876 sports wrap will be uh, later on tonight. We'll, we'll recap Prairie View football game. But right now, it's about the Bland Buccaneers. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to relinquish my stand, and we're going to have the third wheel on the wagon today to come on in, and that is Brother Kendall Cobb. So we'll turn it over, get situated over here, and we'll let you get back into it, Alex and Andre. Um, Want to do some score updates? <laughs> score updates, some live reads. Andre, you can take yes, our sir. underwriters and our supporters. Yes, sir. Well, we're actually going to let Mr. Cobb uh, thank our sponsors for today's broadcast. Me and Mr. Cobb, we called the game last on last night for the Angry Birds of Rose Hill, <laughs> Rose Hill Eagles. Um, they fell short of, to the Northland uh, Cougars by a score of 14-7. Uh, it was definitely anybody's ball game uh, last week. 
But uh, how you doing today, Mr. Uh, Cobb? Wonderful, sir. Thank. Happy to be on board and happy to be here in, in Brenham celebrating uh, another night of football, another night of college football and excitement. And uh, as you stated last night, we went, we you and I did the game with the uh, Rose Hill Eagles losing to Northland Cougars. Competitive game, but here we are today to deal with some college football. And um, speaking of uh, being in Brenham, let's go ahead and identify some of our sponsors. Uh, I want to thank Bush's Chicken. Uh, Bush Chicken be located here in Brenham and can be reached at 979-836-1804, as well as Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria. Contact Mobius at 979-251-9955. Ask for Henry or Barbara, and they'll take care of you with some delicious pizza. Thank you, Mr. Cobb. And as we have exactly five minutes away from kickoff, we're going to go ahead and just kind of break down uh, today's ball game, as we mentioned before. Uh, the Blaine Buccaneers are coming in today's game, sitting at two and zero. The Trinity Valley Community College coming in at three and zero. Both teams are undefeated, but one of the main things I would like to point out in today's game is third down efficiency. Last week, uh, TVCC they were four for seven. They were four for seventeen on third down efficiency. That's twenty four percent on third down. Even though in their victory against Northeastern Oklahoma A and M College, twenty four percent. On third down. So when you hear that, Alex, like what does that? How does that speak to you? A team that converts twenty four percent of their third downs, most times I think they ought to lose the ball game. That I mean, that's just my first thought when I hear like your games are won and lost on first down and on third downs. And if you cannot convert your third downs, keep that offense on the field and keep your defense by definition off of it, I think you're going to have a tough time winning a game. So it's going to be key for Blend to keep that Buccaneer offense, excuse me, that Buccaneer offense on the field during and convert their third downs. And on the flip side, make sure TVCC cannot convert their third downs and continue struggling as they have been. And we mentioned the big play of Antoine Jackson Jr. Uh, last week, and he's certainly the Ohio State uh, commit, and he certainly will be in action in today's ball game. So that's going to be pretty tough for the Trinity Valley Community College, especially on third, down, on third downs. They're definitely going to try to get some pressure uh, to keep those guys off the field. So for the Bland Buccaneers, they were 9 for 19 on third down on last week. So that's 47%. So, you know, not quite bad on third down. I mean, that's about – 47% is really good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So especially on third down. And we're going to – as teams are preparing to come out on the field, as the clock is rolling down, Andre Davis, Alex Goodwin, Mr. Kendall Cobb. So, Alex oh, – so, You can't forget. You cannot forget the AARP. Hey, oh, the, the, man, the man in charge. How could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> the, the man in charge. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. We want to be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> we we do want to be here next week. And speaking of Mr. Prince, you know, he talked about uh, the quarterback for the Blaine Buccaneers, Devin Williams. He was 12 for 25 for 188 yards passing, and he had one touchdown last week. And I believe he also uh, scrambled for about uh, 35 yards as well, which, you know, isn't a lot, but, you know, there were times where, uh, Williams did decide to kind of take off and run with it last week. He absolutely did, but when you're a guy that's his size with his speed, that's definitely something that can that can really like help you out when your all your receivers are covered. The defense is playing great zone defense as everybody plays at this point. 
and he can just really help extend the, extend the play. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I actually would have wanted to see him do that a lot sooner last week against Navarro. You know, a lot of times when he decided to just kind of just throw it up there for grabs, he definitely could have pulled it. He could have gained more yards and kept his offense on the field, kept the drive open. I'll tell you what, he took a couple years off my life throwing some of those passes up for grabs, and I'm just <laughs> up here in the booth talking to you guys. <laughs> so, Mr. Kyle, so what exactly are you – uh, expecting to see out of this ball game, or just uh, how how has it been for you so far? Just being in this atmosphere, you know, we got junior college football here in Brenham, Texas. So, how what has the atmosphere been for you like so far since you've been here? This has been uh, pretty uh, overwhelming, a little bit, only in the sense of first time out here doing something like this, and I'm very excited to take part in this. But just to you guys' point earlier about the uh, time of possession and third down conversions, you're exactly right. If you are able to spend time on uh, driving the field, resting your defense, getting a chance to strategize against uh, the oncoming plays, that, that's to your advantage. Even if you just put three points on the board with a field goal, you are still eating clock and you're putting points on. So if Blaine can continue to do that and uh, have success, they, they can go 3-0 and send uh, Trinity Valley home with a, a 3-1 and record. Yes, sir. And as we did say before, both teams are coming in today's game undefeated. And unfortunately, one of these teams will go home with one loss on their record. We just hope that it's not the Blaine Buccaneers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the players look ready. So I'm excited to to be a part of the team, and let's see where we go from there. The Blue Buccaneers won the toss, and they deferred their option to receive it until the second half. So Trinity Valley will have it to start this ball game off. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, old man Mike Prince. We're here. We're excited. The game is about to begin. To kick off for the Buccaneers will be number 48, Ryan Buckley, back deep for the Cardinals will be Number four, Khalil Banks, along with number 14, Josh Hodges. And number four, Khalil Banks, is also one of the running backs for the Cardinals in today's ballgame. And the Blue Buccaneers, you know, they decide to defer to the second half, so they definitely let's, uh, lets us know that, we, that they definitely have confidence in their defense. And the Buccaneers are going – the ball is going to go from right to left on the dial, and the kick is away – Banks is going to field it in his end zone, and he's going to just down it right there. And the Trinity Valley Cardinals will have the ball on the 25-yard line. And very quickly, before we get before the ball game gets going, I have a, a few SWAC score updates. UTSA leads Southern by a score of 21-0 in San Antonio. Arkansas State leads Arkansas Pine Bluff 13-3. And... McNeese is ahead of Alcorn State by a score of 14 to 13 with 9:30 left in the second quarter. The Cardinals come out with a four-wide receiver set, two to each side, running back offset to the right. Quarterback takes a snap, drops back, looking right, looking right. He's going to throw it to number 88, Justice. Justice breaks a couple of tackles before he is brought down at the 40, excuse me, the 38-yard line. So the Cardinals decided to go with the pass on first down as he picked up a great, nice chunk of yards on that last play. Definitely horrible tackling there by the Buccaneers. And they're going to go fast here. Quarterback Jalen Henderson, three wide receivers to the left. And they're going to hand it off to number four, Khalil Banks. Banks is going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage by number 27, Nate Betts. Well, he definitely had nowhere to go on that last play there. The defense kind of snipped that one out fairly quickly. It'll be second down, and they're going to call it six. The Cardinals are going to stand with a three-receiver set. 
He rolls to the right. He's going to complete the pass to number seven, Cam Williams. Williams has enough for a first down. And that was a great pass there by Cam Williams. He kind of squeezed it in there at the last minute. And the TVCC, they're going to go fast here. They're going to go in with a full wide receiver set, two to each side. Banks offset to Henderson's left. They're going to bring a man in motion. They're going to go play action fake. They're going to throw it. Pass incomplete. Wow. Intended for number seven, Cam Williams. And that will bring up second down. And from the early looks of this thing, this thing is going to be a little bit physical, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. And the Cardinals are going with the hairy up offense, and that can definitely wear your defense out. And they're going to go with a five-hour receiver set. Trips to the right. Henderson drops back. Pass is going to hit the dirt. Incomplete. Intended for number seven, Cam Williams. Number 28, Malik Robinson on the coverage for the Bucks. With a big man, Antoine Jackson Jr., got in the way of that last pass. And that will bring up third down and long. Four-hour receiver set to each side. Banks offset to Henderson's left. You're going to look to the sideline for adjustments from the offensive coordinator. Henderson making adjustments. And Henderson drops back with the play fake. Pass is going to be through the hands of number seven, Cam Williams, incomplete. And that will bring up fourth down. And we should see the Cardinal punting unit. We've got 13:48 remaining here in the opening quarter of play. And that was a great defensive stand there by the Buccaneers. And then we talked about that third down efficiency for the Cardinals as they... It appears, oh, I'm sorry, Andre. They they go for it, it appears as if the Cardinals are going to go for it here on fourth and ten. And they changed their mind. <laughs> and with... I thought at first they were just going to pooch punt it, but, you know, this is something I guess they work on. You know, just catch the Opposing special teams unit slipping. Yeah, yeah, they're going to bring out the pun unit. Number 12, Sakori Smith back deep. The punt is away. It will hit at about the 25-yard line, take a Buccaneer bounce at about the 30, and roll back. Odd punt there. It's going to roll dead at the 29-yard line, and that's what the Bucks will have. It. We've got 13-37 remaining here in the opening quarter of play. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, Old man Mike Prince, this is the Open man, open Mic Broadcast Network. And that was a great defensive stand there by the Buccaneers. Great job responding to the hurry-up offense. And now they're going to start with not bad field position. And that potent Buccaneer offense is going to come out onto the field. They've got four wide receivers, two to each side, Carlos Grace to Devin Williams' right. They're going from right to left on our dial, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be surprised if they start off with number 24, Carlos Grace, here on first down. Williams takes the snap, and just with the doctor order, is going to go to Grace. Grace is going to have about two or three, four. He's brought down by a flock of Cardinals, second down, and call it seven. But they're going to get him going early. As they went with him there on first down to ten, they're going to get him going early in this ballgame. And they're going to go fast here. Williams takes a snap. He's going to fake it to Grace. Pass is going to go out to number one, Carrick Whitfall. Whitfall catches it. He's going to fall forward, gain of about three. That's going to bring him third down and seven. And even, 1304 remaining here in the quarter. And the, the Bucks can go adjust. They go trips to the left. Carlos Grace to Williams' left. One right receiver to the far side. And he's going to get smoked there. And that'll be number 35, Michael 
got SMU transfer, and that's going to bring out the blend punting unit. Well, well, there was a no call on that play, but Michael Scott kind of got a jump on him on that last play. I mean, you can't call every penalty, but I'm sure Devin Williams would have sure liked if they did. <laughs> <laughs> so that will bring out the Buccaneers special teams unit number 48, Ryan Buckley, on to kick it away. And I believe, unless my eyes are deceiving me, that should be number one, Tony Mullins, back deep for TVCC. And oh. he mishandles the punt, and he and he tries to get it off. Wow. And blocked. And, oh, my word. That, tr- that may be the reference. You're walking your ball. You're walking your ball. Wow. Um, they're going to – they're, they're so the to just oh. – it's going to be – Cardinal ball. Cardinal ball at the one-yard line. It's just trying to recap what just happened because I was at a loss of words there. Well, we'll let Andre take it away. Well, <laughs> well, the punter, Ryan Buckley, you know, he was being pressured. It was a bad snap to begin with, and at the last minute, he just decided to get the, get the kickoff anyway. Attempt to get the kickoff, and lo and behold, did not do so, and the uh, Cardinals jumped on the ball right there at the one-yard line. Well, you know, when you're a quarterback, you know, you're trained to throw the ball away, you know, if you're getting pressure at the last minute. But as a kicker, what can you do? <laughs> kick. So <But> he tried. <laughs> so the Cardinals going to come out. They're going to go with a spread set. Well, a power spread set rather. Tight end motions back to the left. They're going to hand it off to Banks, and Banks is going to walk into the end zone with 11:57 remaining here in the opening quarter. TVCC jumps out to a six-nothing lead, partly due to blend special teams miscues. And again, as my old high school football coach used to say. Special teams can win you or lose you a football game. Yeah, that was a one-yard touchdown. That touchdown was pretty much handed to TVCC on a silver platter. And TVCC has their special teams unit out onto the field to kick it away would be number 48, Angel Severe. Yes, sir. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is good. 11.57 remaining here in the first quarter of play. Cardinals lead 7-0. And now I'd like to go to my good friend Kendall Cobb to thank our underwriters and supporters for today's broadcast. Yeah, today we'd like to definitely thank our underwriters who made it possible for this game, Hexer Comfort Solutions and Yento Technology Partners, also Farmers Insurance Agency. They can be reached at 979-826-3026, Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more. They can be reached at 281-253-2923, and Auto Check and Auto Repair. Located in Cyprus, they can be reached at 281-440-1188. So I definitely thank Steve and, and Auto Check Auto Repair for their support. And, and remember, everybody, if you would like to become a listening partner or a sponsor here with us at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, for more information, go to obn.com. Again, that's www.obnradio.com. I'm sorry, guys. Well, there's 11:57 remaining here in the first quarter. Still a lot of time, but the Buccaneers definitely going to have going to have to get some things going here on this offensive drive. Absolutely, and you know one of the things you don't want to do when you when you're playing the number three team in junior college football is get down early because a football team like this, once they get you down, they put their foot down, so to speak. Yes, sir. Well, one thing we do know in college football, momentum swings shift throughout the entire ball game, and the TVCT kicking unit is on to the field. The ball is going to be kicked away by number 47, Eddie Godina. Back deep for the Bucks. Number 34, Phillip Jones. And number 13, Davion Peoples. 
The Bucks definitely got to get something started this time, guys. That first drive stalled. They went three and out. Uh, I mean, three and out. They three and then the uh, muff kick. So they're going to have, definitely have to do something this time. Peoples takes it at his own eight-yard line, heading to the left. He's going to looking for some running room, and he's going to be brought down at about his own ten-yard line. Well, Peoples tried to follow his blockers on that last play. He just really didn't have any room to work with. Didn't turn north-south enough. Yes, <laughs> and that's where the Bucks will have it to start. 11.48 here remaining in the first quarter. Ball is on the 19, excuse me, the ball is on the 14-yard line. See, this is, I think I need my eyes checked, guys. That's why I have these binoculars <laughs> in my hand. The Bucks are going to go with a split backfield. Twins to the right, Kirk Whitfall closest to the boundary, and they're going to hand it off to number 22, Quantonio Williams. Williams is going to be stopped behind the line for a loss of two yards. That'll bring up second down and 12 for the Bucks. Well, he was trying to follow his blockers on that last play. And if on the Buccaneers, you know, you definitely don't want to start getting predictable here early on in the game. Buccaneers are going to go with a four-wide set. And they're going to swing it out to number five, Quentin Newton. Newton's going to pick up what Williams lost there. And that'll bring up third down and about five there for the Bucks. So the Bucks are in third and manageable. Let's see if they can convert. Well, that was a great block there by number one Wheatfield on that last play. And Bucks are going to go with a full wide set to the each side. Carlos Grace to Devin Williams is right. Williams drops back. He has some pressure. He's looking, looking, and he's going to be sacked. And sacked by number 35, Michael Scott. And that will bring up another fourth down for the Bucks. Not the start Coach Ryan Mahon wanted for his Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are going to send out that punting unit again. And once again, guys, they're, again, one three and outs, not a good start. But, again, hopefully they can get the punt off this time and get better, uh, much more challenging field position for Trinity Valley. Last time they handed it to them. So let's see what we have on this particular case. Buckley back to punt. Number one, Mullins is back deep for the Cardinals. And he got some pressure there. The punt is a wow. end-over-end kick. He's going to take it at the 50. Fair caught. So that's where the Cardinals will start with 10-20 remaining here in the first quarter. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, Grandpa Mike Prince. This is the <laughs> Open Mic Broadcast Network station designed with you in mind. Well, we're going to need another stop by the Buccaneers. We're especially going to need the big man, Antoine Jackson Jr., to get some pressure on that QB. Absolutely. And TVCC comes out. It appears as if they're going to go with a four-wide set, two receivers to each side, running back offset to Henderson's right. Blinn showing blitz. They're going to send running back in motion. Henderson drops back, drops back, feeling pressure. Pass is going to be incomplete. Pressure from the Bucks provided by number 91, Cullen Wick. And there you go, guys. The Buccaneers applying pressure early. We definitely don't want to give Henderson all day to throw the ball. Absolutely. So that'll bring up second down and 10. They're going to go with a four wide receiver set. Trips to the left. One wide receiver to the near side. Pass complete to number 88, Justice. And he's going to have about six yards. That'll bring it to third down and four. 10 4 remaining here in the first quarter. TVCC out to an early 7-0 to lead against your Blinn 
Buccaneers. Henderson's going to take the snap. He's going to roll to his left. Looking, looking. Nothing there. He's going to scramble for it, and he's going to slip down and fall. And he <laughs> is going to be close to the first down. It's going to depend on the spot. Well, that was a great scamper there by uh, Henderson. That was a nice field, field vision. And if it wasn't for the turf monster, like he could have had more room to it's work with. It's going to bring up fourth down and one. Again, the TVCC offense is going to remain on the field. I'm not sure if they're going to go for a hard count and then send the punting unit back onto the field. They're going to want a power spread set. Running back, number 26, Edward Reese, two Henderson's right. And we have a whistle and a timeout from TVCC. So with nine minutes and 11 seconds remaining here, in the quarter, we've got a timeout, which means we have some time to thank our underwriters, sponsors, and our supporters. Mr. Kendall Cobb, take it do, away. That we do, Alex and Andre. And again, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, let's let's identify Temple of Refuge Ministries. Temple of Refuge Ministries is located 45372 Old Highway 290. Highway 290 and service starts tomorrow at 9 a.m. Please check them out and make service at Temple of Refuge Ministries in Purview. Also, Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria. Again, we're expecting a little Mobius and uh, at halftime. I'm, I'm ready to take. I'm ready I to hope take a off. lot. Of, I hope a lot of Mobius. Really, I'm ready to take <laughs> off. I'm ready to undo my belt. <laughs> but again, we thank them for providing uh, the underwriting and also quite a bit of nutritious halftime food. Oh, absolutely. I don't know about nutritious, but I tell you, it will it will fill you up. <laughs> Look, I serve as a testimony. <laughs> and. Back to the action on the field. Fourth down and one for TVCC. They're going to send a man in motion. Henderson's going to take it up the middle. He's going to have the first down in a little bit more. And one thing TVCC is doing here, they're being a lot more physical at the point of attack than the Blinn Buccaneers. And they're going to go fast again. They're going to go with a power spread set. Twins to the left. And he's going to swing it out to number one, Mullins. Mullins to the 25, the 15, down to 10. Flags fly. This as may Mullins, be coming back. As Mullins is ridden out of bounds. When the Cardinals are going with this hurry-up offense on this drive, and it seems that the Buccaneers didn't have a problem with it on the last drive, but it seems that it's kind of getting to them here so far here midway through the first quarter. More than the, than the hurry-up offense, I believe, they're just being – TVCC is just being a little bit more physical, like as if this is a boxing match. Ah, Triple G and Canelo is tonight. Just thought about it. Yes, you know, it is. This is like somebody throwing the first big haymaker, and they threw another uppercut. Well, Lynn has got to get back in there, shake off those cobwebs, and throw a couple uppercuts and a couple of jabs of their own. Well, physicality is definitely a part of the game. When they went for it, they're on four from one. They ain't doing anything special. They just ran it right up the middle. Absolutely. TVTC is going to go with twins to the right, running back offset to the right as well. Tight end lined, lined up as a – almost as a wing almost, on the left. And Henderson's going to fake it. They're going to swing it out to number 85, Blaine Hoover. And he's going to be brought down behind the line by a special friend, an old teammate of mine, number 23, (laughs) Jarek Petrie. And that will bring up second down and nine for the Cardinals. Jarek Petrie. You know, we talked about Jarek Petrie on that last game. He had a pretty good game last week against Navarro. That was a great job of him to close in on that last tackle. Absolutely. Second down and nine. 806 remaining here in the quarter, TBCC comes out with trips to the left, running back offset to the right. Henderson drops back to pass, looking, looking, nothing there. Breaks the tackle before he's run out of bounds by number 27, Nate Betts. And that was big 45, Dejon Matthews, who 
just almost had the sack there, but no no moss. And again, TVCC, they're going to go fast. They're going to hand it off to number 25, Edward Reese. Reese has enough yardage for the first down, and that will move the sticks. Yes, the, the Cardinals are just playing just hard, physical nose football here so far. And again, they're going to go with a four-hour receiver set, two to each side. Reese offset to Henderson's left. They're going to fake it, and the pass is going to be wow. incomplete. That was Malik Robinson, cornerback for the for the Buccaneers. That was a great job to break that pass, pass up. Pass intended for number 88, Torn Justice. Great defense there from the Bucks. Yeah. Second down and 10. You know, that wasn't a bad throw there by Henderson. You know, he there was a slant route, and he zipped it in there. That was just a great job by the cornerback. Absolutely. Malik's giving up about five inches to this uh, receiver, and he's uh, played very physically on that one. Good play. Absolutely. Henderson's going to have three receivers, two to his left. Henderson drops back to pass on the play action. Wow. The pass is going to be caught for a TVCC touchdown with 7.23 remaining here in the first quarter. TVCC has struck again. Our score now, Cardinals 13, Bucks. Zero. Well, that was definitely miscommunication there in the secondary as he was wide open. I think we could have hit him here from the, uh, from the press box. Absolutely. The Cardinal special teams unit is back onto the field to attempt to tack on to their lead, number 48. Beaver is on to attempt the extra point. The staff is back. The kick is up, and it is good with – 7.23 remaining here in the first quarter. TVCC has a 14-0 lead over your blend, Buccaneers. Well, Alex, you mentioned it earlier. You know, when you're playing the number ranked, number three-ranked team in the country, you know, you definitely don't want to find yourself down early. You definitely don't want to feel like you're playing catch-up. Agreed. Agreed. And that, that last play looks like it would be a blown coverage. The play, uh, receiver's wide open. That builds the TVCC's confidence in themselves. And then – Further puts Lenton in a hole. So. And one thing as a coach, a coach will accept you just getting beat at the point of attack. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they just made a play and you didn't. Correct. What a coach, what will make a coach pull his hair out is just a flat-out mental mistake like that, just a, a flat-out blown coverage. It's like, it looked like that side of the secondary, one guy thought they were in man, another guy thought they were in zone. And that led to just a gaping hole and a touchdown for the Cardinals. Yes, sir. And – and we are awaiting the arrival of the TVCC special teams unit back onto the field. Number 30, it appears that that's number 30, number 34, and number 26 back deep for, excuse me, that's 36 and 34. That'll be number, excuse me, that'll be DeCravian Polk and Phillips Jones back deep for the Bucks. And, and even though we only have, we, Still have 723 remaining here in the first quarter. They only find themselves down by 14, but again, you are playing the number three ranked team in the country. You're definitely going to have to go quickly now. And I, I wouldn't even say they have to go quickly. They just have to play. They, there's a lot of football left to be played here this evening. They just have to make smart plays. Like, we've got a lot of game left. They just have to make plays and not beat themselves, and they'll be able to find themselves back in the football game in no time. Well, they're going to have to drive the ball. You know, so far they've had two offensive possessions. I don't think they've even found themselves on across the other 50-yard line. So they're going to have to drive the ball and start gaining some momentum. Uh, to your point, exactly. They've, they've, again, kicked twice, and they have not gotten first downs or even given their defense a break. So Glenn needs to string some plays together, get move the chains a little bit, make a – 
the Cardinals play some defense and see where they go from there. And Godinez tickets away. It's going to be fielded by number 36, the Cravian Polk. He bobbles it. He crosses the 10, oh. the 15, and flag yes, slides. The Cravian Polk has some space. He's going to be brought out the 29-yard line. And this one is going to be brought back, it looks like. Yes, that's going to be blocking the back. I actually saw that one up here. The official hesitated for a minute to throw the flag. I didn't think he was going to throw it, but that's definitely going to be brought back. And, again, play things you don't want to see if your coach, Ryan Mahon, is mental mistakes. That'll just push the Bucks back 15 yards. So we'll see where the official spot of the ball will be. But like I said before, this one is going to be a physical one. TVCC has been more physical to start the ball game off. And, like I said, the Bucks. If they're going to get back into this one, they're going to have to throw a couple uppercuts to the field. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Play some offense and stop playing defense. And, again, you know, games are lost and we're, are won in the trenches, and they definitely need to beat them to the punch and from the line of scrimmage. And new quarterback for the Bucks, number 10, Davian Williams, is going to hand it off to number 24, Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace has some space. He's across the 25 to the 30. And that will be a Buccaneer first down. Move the sticks and – I'm, well, I knew it wasn't going to take long, Alex. You know, he had 178 yards rushing last week. I knew it wasn't going to take long to get him going. And the Bucks are going to go fast. They're going to go with trips to the left. They're going to hand it off. Excuse me, they're not going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Pass is going to be incomplete. Great fake there by number 10, Davian Boyd. The pass was incomplete, intended for number 8, DeAndre Reed. And that was number 29, Trey Baldwin, on the breakup pass there for the Cardinals. Quarterback just didn't see him coming. And... Bucks going to stay in that same formation. They're going to hand, hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace around the left side. Carlos wow. Grace has some space. He's across the 40 to the 45-yard line. Before he's run out of bounds by number 28, Rashad Henry. And that will bring up another Buccaneer first down. And if the Bucks are going to switch quarterbacks like they have, I'm not sure what's quite going on. They're going to have to lean on 24. And boy's going to drive back, throw it to number one, Carrick Whitfall. Whitfall has some space. He's going to be brought down across the 50. Three plays, three first downs for the Bucks. Let's play together. together. And that's what they need, to swing strength and play together. And like, like we said before, these teams, like they like to play fast. And Boyd has four wide receivers, two to each side. Williams to his left. Boyd's going to drive back, looking to the right. Oh, deep. He has a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's DeAndre Reed to the 10-5 touchdown, Bucks. And then we talked about it, Alex. All we needed for the Buccaneers is gain some momentum. They did exactly that, and they did it quickly. We still have 6-18 remaining in the first quarter. Absolutely. That just kind of did my job for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Buccaneers have cut into the Cardinal lead. Our score now 14-6 with the extra point upcoming. Number 48, Ryan Buckley, on to attempt the extra point. And... See, like I said before, guys, if we're going to get back into this one, they got to throw a couple haymakers of their own, and they there just do go. a big uppercut. Well, yeah, that was definitely there. a big uppercut there. That was a great pass there by Boyd. Saw the man wide open. He got it to him on the money. You know, we talked about it last night, Mr. Cobb, the quarterbacks overthrowing wide receivers. That time he did the complete opposite. He threw it right there on the money. Great pass there by Boyd. It was a great pass, and he, he broke, the, uh, broke down the, the defender, got past him. Put it over his shoulder, right into his chest, and then into the end zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have 6-18 remaining here in the first quarter. TVCC leads by a score of 14-7. Now the Blend Buccaneers are on the board. And this is a great time to thank our underwriters, sponsors, and supporters. Mr. Cobb, take it away. Definitely going to – I tell you what, first of all, you guys are going to definitely need some water. We're going to be talking through this night because this looks like to be a high-scoring affair. <laughs> so, so be sure to uh, hydrate up. 
Uh, again, auto check and auto repair uh, located off uh, 1539 Cypress Springs Drive, uh, lo- uh, number 281-440-1188. Steve uh, can have a vehicle ready, leave you a 2016 Toyota while he diagnoses your problem, auto check and auto repair. And appreciate it, Mr. Cobb. The Buccaneer kicking unit is back onto the field to receive for TVCC. Looks like number four, Khalil Banks, along with number 24, Prince Robinson. (laughs) Buckley's kick is away. It's going to be fielded by Prince Robinson in the end zone, and he's going to just kneel down. And the Cardinals will take it at the at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, 6:15 remaining here in the first quarter. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, Grandpa Mike Prince, the AARP head honcho. He just stepped out of the booth. I don't know where he went. I got one question, Alex. Is it halftime yet? Oh, that's what I want to know. I'm hungry. <laughs> where is Mobius? Mobius should be in route, gentlemen. So again, we're if you guys want to patronize them. Again, they can be they're right here in in, in Brenham. So please, we might have to go to him. <laughs> have to come to him. Absolutely. TVCC comes out. They have twins to the left, one wide receiver to the right. They're in a pistol set. Henderson drops back. His pass is going to be complete to number eighty-one, Quentin Derry, and Derry is going to drag a couple of men before he's brought down by a host of. Buccaneers, and that'll bring up second down, and excuse me, that will move the six for the Cardinals. And again, they're going to go fast here. They're going to go with a in a pistol set. Twins to the left, one wide receiver to the near side. Henderson drops back, looking, looking, has ah. some pressure, and he's oh gave the pressure. He's he's going to scramble to try to make something out of nothing there, and he is going to get about nine yards before he's. Finally brought down by number 52, Chadwick Thibodeau. And that is a missed highlight play on that last play. Had opportunity to get him in the backfield, and instead he scrambles for an eight-yard pickup. And that's the second time the Buccaneers have not been able to bring down Henderson, an elusive guy he is, a UTSA transfer. So, you know, he's definitely making the most out of his opportunity here in junior college ball. And they're going to line up second down and one, twins to the, twins to the left. Running back offset to Henderson's left. They're going to hand it off to him, and this one he's going to back. go to the 50, the 45, across the, to the 40, and he's going to be brought down, and flags fly. And this one appears to be coming back. Andre, what do you think that penalty was? Because I wasn't able to see quite what it was. Uh, that's definitely going to be a holding penalty, and, and yes, sir, it is going to be a holding penalty charge against the Cardinals. You know, and as a running back, and even as an offensive player, period, you know, that, that's, that's just crazy, you know, when you run for a big game and to know that it's coming back and you did all that work for nothing. But if I'm him, I still going to put that on my highlight tape. I was just about to say that. I'm still putting that on my highlight tape. Doesn't, doesn't make me any never mind. So that will bring up second down and 11. This is kind of breaks you, the Buccaneers need, and they're going to line up. Excuse me, TVCC is going to line up. They're going to have twins to the right, tight end offset to the right. And they're going to hand it off to number 22, Daniels. And he's going to have about 12 yards, enough for the first down. Again, they're going to go fast. Yet again, trips to the left. And they're going to hand it off to him. He's going to slip a tackle before he's brought down by a host of 
Buccaneers led by number big number four, Antoine Jackson. Well, there was nothing but blue jerseys on that last play, and I was definitely going to see how he's going to get out of that one. And so that will bring up second down, and we're going to call it 10 yards. Four wide receivers, two to each side. Daniels, the deep back. Henderson's going to take the snap, and he's going to give it to Daniels. Daniels is going to gallop for about four or five yards where he's brought down by a seat of blue you know, that third was, down. And that wasn't a bad run there by Daniels. He kind of hesitated a little bit, kind of let his block, blocking kind of develop. Daniels. And it's going to go third down and six, 342 remaining here in the quarter. 14-7, to seven, our score. TVCC leads the Blinn. Buccaneers, Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, Mike Prince. This is the open mic broadcast and network. Henderson making some adjustments with his offensive line. He's going to take the snap. He's going to drive back, looking to his right, feels the pressure, and he's just going to throw that one away. And that's going to be a stop for the blend of Buccaneer defense. However, this is the fourth time they've done this. The TVCC will not send on a punting unit, at least not initially. Well, that was, that was a great job there by Chadwick Thibodeau on that last play to apply some pressure on Henderson, and it appears that the punting unit for both teams will be coming out here on fourth down. As necessary. Um, again, as, as I was pointing out, they were unsure whether or not they were going to punt or go for it. This time they were definitely punting, and hopefully the bus can do something with this possession. Number 12, Sikori Smith is yeah. back deep, and flags fly. And this one appears to be in the neighborhood of false start. We've got 3.15 remaining here in the first quarter. This has been a long first quarter, if I must say so myself. <laughs> well, Mr. Kyle mentioned it, that we might want to get some water because we're going to be talking all night. And while we have a break in the action, we'll remind all of our listeners that at halftime, our guy, Mr. Mike Prince, will be visiting with Coach Mahon of the Blend Buccaneers. Absolutely. Mr. AARP himself. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so Corey Smith back deep to receive the punt. Oh, yeah. And the punt is away. It's not particularly a great punt. It's going to take a cardinal bounce, and it's going to die at the 39-yard line. The Bucks are going to have great field position as they attempt to knock this bad boy up at 14 apiece. Yes, sir, and the Buccaneers, that was a great job there on defense by the Buccaneers to get their offense back out on the field. We're going to see if they can keep that momentum working after that last 40-yard touchdown by DeAndre Reed. And I believe that was a great confidence builder for the offense, so hopefully they can build upon that and uh, go from there. Absolutely, and it appears that the starting quarterback, number six, Devin Williams, is back out onto the field. We're not sure what Hmm. the issue was that prevented him from going out on the field last drive, but we'll – we're sure glad to have him back on the field. And Williams is going to take the Jets. He's going to go around the right side, and he's going to have about three or two or three yards before he is stopped. And that's the play where he's just got to get up the field. Don't go laterally. Get like just, just get up the north field. South. Run north well, south gonna, and get as many yards as you can going down the field. Well, we're going to have to credit Greg well with the downfield downhill tackle for the Cardinals on that last play. And the Bucks are going to go with the empty backfield. Kirk Whitfall coming in motion. And Kirk Whitfall's going to get the Jets sweep. Makes a man miss. Kirk Whitfall has the first down in a little bit more before he's brought down by a flock of Falcons. 
And we're wow. this one seems to be getting a little of just a bit testy. You said this was gonna be a physical ball game. I, at the beginning of this game, you said exactly that. And one thing I'm glad to see the Bucks are throwing some haymakers. They're not taking any foolishness in this dance reach. Well, you can't. You know, Dad. My dad always told me that they, he tied his shoes just like you do. There Absolutely. You there you go. And Williams gonna take the hand off. He's gonna have about two or three yards before he is brought down. That's gonna bring up second down, and we're gonna call it. Seven for the guys in blue. Two fifteen remaining here in the opening quarter. TVCC leads by a score of fourteen to seven. They're going to have a spread set. Williams drops back to pass. He's looking deep. He has a man. Pass is going to be caught. What a catch there by number eighty, Candon Robinson, and that's going to move the stick for a buck first. Down and that's wow. definitely a play that's going to be on his highlight tape. Wow. Oh my goodness, that was a great job by Robertson, just looking that ball in from top to bottom. And that'll be a buck first down. The Bucks are threatening a minute 57 remaining here in the first quarter. Williams takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Quantonio Williams. Williams breaks a tackle, breaks a second. He's near the goal line. He is going to be short. Second down in goal for the Blinn Buccaneers. Again, we have. A minute 40 remaining here in the first quarter. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, Mr. AARP, Mike Prince. <laughs> Alex, and this is shaping out to be the class of the tight you Absolutely. And Wynn's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a blend touchdown. So with 128 remaining here in the first quarter, the Buccaneers are going to look to knock this bad boy up at 14 apiece. And I think I'm going to use this boxing metaphor all night long. The Blinn Buccaneers <laughs> have just connected with an uppercut, and then they threw a jab. I think they just threw a left hook to boot. You know, physicality is the theme of this ball game, Alex, and that's what you got to do. And the team that's been physical with you, the only way you can be successful is if you need physical back. Exactly. Power meets power. Absolutely, and Buckley is on to attempt the extra point. Boyd is on to hold. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is good. How do you say good in Spanish, guys? Does anybody know? Good day. Good day. No, bien. Bien. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Muy bien. Very good. Muy bien. Bien is good. I was going to say, Andre, we were in Spanish class together. I guess Spanish, too, didn't tell you off at all. I got the eight Well, guys, if this turns out to be Hearns Hagler, we're in for a great night because, again, they're going to go back and forth and just land these haymakers. As as Alex mentioned earlier, we're going to be in for a night exciting football. Absolutely. And if we keep up at this pace scoring, the score operator, who I'm not sure what booth he is in in relation to us, he's going to be a busy man. He's not going to have time to go get a burger, anything like that. Well, let's just say he'll have his money, his money worth this, uh, this game. Absolutely. And we have a quick break as TBCC takes their merry time getting back onto the field to take our underwriters and su- supporters and sponsors, Mr. Kendall Cobb. We'd definitely like to thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'd like to thank Farmers Insurance Agency. You can reach them at 979-826-3026. You can ask for Latanya Chapel, Farmers Insurance Agency. Also, Hexar Comfort Solutions, located in Cypress, Texas. And Bush's Chicken. Of course, Bush's Chicken. And Bush's Chicken. I like to say this. They have the best two-piece in Washington County. Can I get a biscuit with that? I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I just got the two-piece. I wasn't, you know, trying to spend the extra dollar or so on the biscuit. So <laughs> we had to have them bring us lunch next year. Absolutely. Can we, can we check on that, Mike? Can we bring, can we get both? <laughs> and Buckley's kick is a way. Yeah, that was going to go out of the end zone. Buckley uh, has a leg on him. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. And so that will be a touchback. 
TVCC will start with the ball on their own 25-yard line. It is a beautiful night from Brenham, Texas. The sun is starting to set. Thankfully, it was a bit warm in here. It still is just a yes, bit warm. Yes. Still waiting on that breeze to come a little bit. Oh, I ain't felt it quite yet. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, I'm sweating like a center on Judgment Day in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, <laughs> a center on, on Judgment Day. <laughs> wow. And with that, back to the play on the field, Mr. Alex Goodwin. And they're going to – Excuse me, TVCC is going to have two wide receivers to the left, tight end to the left as well. They're going to hand it off, and he's going to get swarmed and stopped in the backfield by number 45, DeJon Matthews, and that will bring up second down and second down and 10. No gain on the play as we near one minute remaining here in the first quarter. TVCC with trips to the left. Henderson drops back looking left. That pass is going to be through the hands and incomplete pass intended for number five, Daylon Phillips. Even though we're all tied up in this ball game, I can definitely, we can definitely say that the momentum has definitely swung in the possession of the Buccaneers so far. And TVCC, number three ranked team in the country. I know they're going to make some adjustments. And TVCC has trips to the right, they're going from left to right on the dial, running back offset to the left with one wide receiver to the near side. Henderson's drop back, dropping back, looking right. The pass is going to be incomplete, intended for number 88, Torrin Justice, and that will bring up a fourth down and 10 for TVCC. Blinn, again, has connected. That wasn't a hey, mega. that was just a jam. There you go. <laughs> you know, um, Henderson's had quite a bit of time to get these passes off, so definitely. You know, he he has uh, has quite a bit of time to get these passes off. You definitely want to see a little bit more pressure on him, but we're definitely going to have to credit the secondary of the Buccaneers so far here in the first quarter. Yes, sir. And before, at the next break, I'm going to give everybody a score, a swag scoring update, a swag scoring update, scoring update right after this. So Corey Smith is going to fair catch the Godina punt, and Blinn is going to have great field position near midfield, and as promised, a swag swag update. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I am unhappy to report that the Prairie A&M University Panthers are oh my down. God. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. My scoring update, sir. <laughs> They're down by a score of 31 to 0 at Nickel State. 236 remaining here in remaining in the second quarter. UTSA leads Southern by a score of 42 to 0. Arkansas State ahead of Arkansas Pine Bluff by a score of 20 to 3. South Alabama leads Alabama A&M 31 to 0. Alcorn State is still playing McNeese tight to score 14-13. Overall, didn't seem like a great night for the SWAC. But back to the action here in Brenham, Texas. The Bucks have trips to the left. They're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to charge forward. He's going to have about five yards, six tops, and he's going to be brought down. It's going to be second and manageable for the Bucks. 35 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. And there he is, guys. Carlos Grace, a guy that the Buccaneers rely on heavily for this offense. They're going to stay in the same formation, and Wibbs going to drop back play action fake, and he's felt some pressure. Thankfully, he got was able to get it away. Yeah, he waited and, just a little bit too long and to get that one away. And that was nearly intentional grounding, but the referee waved the flag. Wibbs was outside of the tackle box, and thankfully also there was a receiver in the area, third down and five for 
the Bucks. And that's the play where either Williams, if he's looking downfield and he sees nothing there, at some point, trust your speed and get out of there. And Williams going to drop back. Pass going to be complete to Carrick Whitfall. Whitfall is going to be spun down, but not before he has enough to move the stick for a Buck first down. I'm sorry, there's a great job there by the Buccaneers on third down to keep keep those chains moving. And they're going to go with a trip set. This may be the final play of the quarter. If they can get it off. Williams is going to get it off. He's going to drop back, rolling to his right, looking, looking, pass. It's going to wow. be complete to Carrick Whitfall. Great footwork. You can tell he does some work on the ladder. And that, <laughs> that will, he will be near a first down there, and that will conclude a, the first quarter, a very entertaining first quarter. TV, TVCC jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead, primarily due to blend miscues. However, the blend bucks through some haymakers and some jabs of their own. And as, we, as it currently sits, our score is all tied up at 14 apiece. Well, the Buccaneers have scored on two, on two drives in a row, and you can definitely tell that the momentum is in their favor here on this, on this particular drive. And again, guys, uh, again, it's been a very exciting first quarter. Let's see what we have in store for the second half. But in the meantime, to our listenership, you can become a listening partner and go to www.obnradio.com or call 832-213-8824 and join our, join our support. Absolutely. And do we have another time for a scoring update? I believe we that do. That might be my segment for the evening. <laughs> scoring update. I'm not sure. Can I give a A&M one today? So Kevin Sumlin's drive is safe for just another week. One more week. One more just week. another week. <laughs> his huh? stuff, I think his stuff may still be in the box, though. You, you <laughs> he know, just ain't moved it out yet. I think he already has some of his stuff, stuff in the storage locker in U-Haul and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're not going to make too many jokes about the maroon and white because we're all about Buccaneer football this evening. Second down and one for the Bucks. Trips to the left, going left to right on our dial. Carrick Whitfall, the receiver on the near side, and they're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace, and Grace is going to break a tackle, and he's going to be near a first down. And like I said, this this ball game is going to get – has has already gotten chippy, and it may get even chippier, if that's a word. Well, a big tackle by O'Shea, number 55, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah, it was a big tackle, and Grayson didn't really have much room to work with, but he did get just enough to pick up the first down, as Mike, as, as Alex said earlier. And it's going to be trips to the left. The Bucks are going to stay in that same formation. Grace offset to Williams' left. Williams is going to drive back, looking to his right, feel some pressure, and he's going to just get out of the pocket, and he has some. he's going to have some space. He toes the side. Wow. Great footwork there, and he made something out of nothing. As my grandmother like used to say, he made a dollar out of 15 cents. <laughs> he, may have made just more, he may have made more than a dollar in that last play. He should have been brought down in the backfield. Great job there by Williams to get out of that last play. Buck's staying in the same formation. He's going to fumble oh, the ball. Oh, my goodness. And the ball is on the ground. It's going to be recovered by Trinity Valley. And, see, well, that was a, uh, that was a bad that was a bad bobble there on that last play. That it looked like they were. It looked like we were trying to play hot potato with him, with him and Grace on that last play. And that will give TVCC the football with good field position at their excuse me at the at their own 25 yard line. 14, 20 remaining here in the second quarter. Well, you know that's definitely not what the doctors order if you are the Buccaneers. But the defense did did a very good job there towards the end of the first quarter 
of getting the offense of the Cardinals off the field. So we're going to see if they can keep it up and give the ball back into the hands of their offense. Trinity Valley comes out with a full wide receiver set, trips to the right, one wide receiver to the boundary, and they're going to hand it off to number four, Banks. Banks is going to have seven or eight yards before he is brought down by number 27, Nate Betts. Well, Banks carried about two Buccaneer defenders on that last play. It looked like he could have been stopped at the line of scrimmage. And apparently Khalil Banks had enough to move the sticks for a Cardinal first down. They're going to go with four wide receivers, two to the right, and Henderson's going to swing it out to number 14, Josh Hodges. Hodges is going to have a short gain where he's brought down by a swarming Blinn Buccaneer defense, second down and nine. Well, they went with a quick pass on that particular play, but he doesn't have any room to work with. And that's going to bring up, like I said, second down and nine, 13-42 remaining here in the half. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, old man Mike Prince here with you. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And Henderson's going to take the snap, going to hand it off to Khalil Banks around the right side, and Banks has a crease, and he's going to be near the first down. Well, Khalil Banks is a big running back, 6'2", 215 pounds. That's a heavy load that the Cardinals are working with there. And it's going to be third down and short for Trinity Valley. Four wide receivers to each side, Banks offset to the right, and they're going to throw a bubble screen. He, they're going to break a tackle. Ball was knocked out, but it went out of bounds. That's on the catch for the Cardinals was number seven, Cam Williams, sophomore from Conroe, Texas. You know, you know that's the thing with bubble screens, Alex. You know, sometimes it, it can work for you. You can have a lot of room to work with, and sometimes you can just have no room to work with at all. That time he had a little bit of space. He's going to hand it off to Khalil Banks. Banks has some room around the left side. He's wow. going to flip a tackle. He's across the 30 to the 25. He's finally brought down about a 23-yard line. And that was poor, poor tackling there by the Buccaneers on that last play. That's the play where anybody on the defensive side of the field, if, when film comes on tomorrow morning, they're all going to be sitting in their chairs just a bit like, oh, I hope he didn't see that. <laughs> you know he did. Absolutely. That's going to bring up first and ten for the Cardinals, 12.35 remaining. Henderson's going to drop back. He's going to throw the bubble screen to Hodges. Hodges slips a tackle, and he's going to be brought down. Great job by number six. Seven. Ricky Thomas holding on for dear life before the rest of the Buccaneers got there. Well, the Buccaneers are applying the pressure. They've been doing it for the past three plays in a row, which lets me know that they definitely trust their secondary. Henderson's going to drop back, looking to his right. He has a man incomplete, intended for number 14, Josh Hodges. The great coverage there from the Bucks. Second down and call it eight. And as I mentioned before, in the secondary of the Buccaneers hasn't been doing a bad job so far in this first half. Outside of that coverage bust early, early in the first, in the first quarter, quarter yes. they've done an admirable job trying to contain this Trinity Valley offense. We've got third down and eight. Ball on the 21-yard line. 12-06 remaining here in the quarter. And Henderson's going to hand it off to Banks, and Banks is going to be stopped quickly by number 95, Ben Gonzalo, freshman from Dulles, freshman from Dulles High School, and that should bring out the Trinity Valley kicking unit here for what appears to be a 36-yard field goal, if my math is correct. It didn't have to be algebra, so I'm pretty sure I'm right. There. Yes, sir. And that's going to be that's going to be number 42, Dylan uh, Dylan Springer, for the Cardinals. And we saw him warming up before the game started, so it looks like he's probably going to hit this one with no problems. And 
11-27 remaining here. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is good. With 11-21 remaining here in the first half, the Cardinals have regained the lead. Our score now, Trinity Valley 17, the Blinn Buccaneers 14. Well, yeah, guys, Blinn defense, I mean, they – the old adage, Ben, don't break. Uh, they did not give up a touchdown. It's much better. I'll take the field goal over the touchdown. So they were able to buckle down once they got in the red zone. Well, you know, they went out there, you know, kind of sooner than what they expected. But, yeah, as you mentioned, that's a great job there by the defense for giving up only three in, instead of seven. Yes, sir. Here with 11-21 remaining here in the second quarter. Absolutely. That's the best thing for the Bucks. they have to remember. The best thing is keep these guys out of the end zone. Seven is always better than three. At least that's what my math teacher used to tell me. <laughs> well, they found themselves down 14-0 early on in this ball game, but now we have our score 17-14 in favor of the Cardinals. So they're definitely within striking distance. That's always a good thing. Absolutely, and we have time for another score and update. This Ooh, time really? is coming from the Big 12. <laughs> All right. UT-USC in Los Angeles. Our score is 0-0 zero zero with 11-30 remaining in the first quarter. Baylor failed to dupe 34-20 to in Durham, North Carolina, early this afternoon. They failed to 0-3. Oklahoma wow. is ahead of Tulane by a score of 35-14. to Kansas State and Vanderbilt are deadlocked at seven apiece, and Texas Tech and Arizona State is in a weather delay. What time is that Louisville and Clemson game coming up? It should be starting right now. I don't know if we can get a television in here or something, or, you know – I don't know, Mike, Mr. Prince. Can we work something out? Can somebody help us out here? You know, that's going to be a great ball game. Well, you said, well, you said before, Alex. It's all about booking their football for this broadcast. I mean, but you know, unfortunately, I, I mean, you know, I'm always I can be sidetracked at times. You know, if anybody has a, a cable provider of the Watch ESPN app, please help me out with your, with your cable information. I won't run it up too high. And they're going to take. The so Corey Smith is going to have it at. The 20-yard line, he's going to bring it across. He's going to be down at the 35-yard line. Great field position for the Bucks. He carried about uh, five defenders with him, about seven yards. For Absolutely. You, can, you can tell he's been working out hard in the squat rack in the weight room. You know, coaches always tell you, keep your feet moving. Absolutely. <laughs> he he kept <laughs> and so the Bucks will have great field position. Ball on the 36-yard line. 11-13 remaining here in the first half. The Buccaneers trail by a score of 17-14 to 14 to the Trinity Valley Community, Co- Community College Cardinals. Don't be surprised if they go with the big man, Carlos Grace, here on first down. Four wide receivers said two to each side. Grace offset to the left. They're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to slip a tackle. He's going to keep his feet moving. He's going to have a short gain, but he worked for every single yard there. And we have some extra whistles. And it appears as if we have, I think, a 12 on the field. Too many men on the field. And a penalty like that should go against the yes. car. If it was against the Buccaneers, they probably would have stopped the play yes, beforehand. Sir. Yeah, it's going to be against the Cardinals, too many men on the field. And so that's going to give the Buccaneers a free five. I'll take it any way I can get it. Absolutely. Ain't nothing wrong with a handout. <laughs> you know, I mentioned it before. They went with Carlos Grace again on that first down. I understand that he's your man, but you definitely don't want to get predictable here in this game. Absolutely. They're going to stay in that same formation. Carlos Grace offset to the right. Williams is going to drop back, looking to his right. Pass is going to be complete to number five, Quentin Newton. And he's going to be near a first down. 10.47 remaining here. And, my God, Chris we have here? early. We have here? <laughs> hey, I got a slogan for you, Mr. Henry. Bolius <laughs> Pizza is here. Oh, we, man. We got a slogan for you. 
I can smell heaven in a box. And throw it deep. Pass is going to be incomplete, and we have a flag. It's going to be pass interference. And I, I, got, I must say myself, there's a guy down here in the Glen side of the field who has a – I don't understand how he got a penalty for, I guess he went to Dick's. And got <laughs> he bought his own penalty flag. <laughs> he uses it any time the ref don't use it. And that is going to be – the Buccaneers is going to get a three fifteen yards. And what did I say earlier? I can take it any way I can get it. Amen, my Shada. <laughs> hey, man, the Temple of Refuge Church hasn't started yet. That's, that's tomorrow at 9. I'll be a Shabia hot. Hey, man, they'll be playing like that. And we're just having fun here with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Williams' pass is going to be incomplete to Carrick Whitfall. It got away from him there. That's going to bring up second down and 10 for the Buccaneers. 10-24 remaining here in the second quarter. And don't forget everybody at halftime, Mr. AARP himself, King Senior Citizen, will be on for the halftime show. Carlos Grace with the handoff. He's going to have, he's going to have it around the right side on the inside zone. He's going to drag a tackler with him. Yes, sir. And speaking of uh, Mr. Prince, he will be at halftime with Coach Mater of the Bland Buccaneers. Mater or Nader? Like, oh, Mater. Mater. Okay, I thought, you said, I thought you said Nader as in Ralph Nader. And Carlos Grace has some. Oh, Grace 25 to the 20, down to the 15, move the stick, first down, Buccaneers. Well, maybe I spoke too early, my, uh, Alex. There's a reason why they go with Carlos Grace. There's a reason why he had 31 carries last week against Navarro. Let him tote the rock, and the Bucks are going to go fast here. They're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace again, and he's going to slip a tackle, but not before he – but he is eventually brought down by number – 33 for the Cardinals to Tevin McAdams, and we have a injured player down on the field. Looks like Bo Morris, number 75. And, well, while we have a second here, guys, the thing is about number 24, Carlos Grayson, his ability to make the first guy miss. You know, that's the one thing we always see here. Anytime he, anytime he gets the ball, he always spins off one tackle. His ability to make the first guy miss is very dear. We should definitely note that here. Absolutely, and I think this is a, a time to thank our underwriters, sponsors, and our supporters. Mr. Yes, Kendall sir. Uh, definitely want to make you aware the next home broadcast will be uh, the 30th, September 30th, next home broadcast, so be sure to check us out at on WN Radio. And also, again, we just had our pizza delivered, <laughs> so we got to give props to Mobius Pizza, Henry and uh, – Robert Mobius Pizza, thank you for the delivery. Uh, it smells great, so all you listening, all it you does please, smell great. please patronize Mobius Pizza right here in Brenham. <laughs> it does smell great. We still got 946 I, remaining here in the second quarter. I tell you what. We still got 946. If you hear me smacking and sucking my teeth, <laughs> you know what time it is. Please forgive us. I mean, please forgive me. I mean, at this point, I'm not asking for permission. I'm asking for forgiveness. And there you go. Broadcast has got to eat too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, in... Again, that looks appears to be number seventy five down for the Bucks, Bo Morris. Yes, sir. And as we mentioned before, with nine forty six remaining here in the second quarter, the Buccaneers find themselves down by three, seventeen to fourteen to be exact, but they also find themselves just about fifteen yards away from the end zone. Sir. So while the trainers are tending to um to Bo Morris Definitely look how we how we how do we end up in this position, guys? Andre. Yeah, yes, sir. It all started with a 
The first touchdown by number four, Khalil Banks, of the Cardinals in the first quarter. It was a one-yard touchdown at the 11.57 mark, as well as a 20-yard touchdown by number 84, Braden Kubeka, in the first quarter at the 7.23 mark. And then for the Buccaneers, it was all Buccaneers here so far, especially here in the second quarter. 40-yard touchdown by number eight, DeAndre Reed. That was at the 6.18 mark, as well as a two-yard run by number 22, Quintonio Williams, at the 128 mark in the first quarter. Awesome, awesome. Well, it looks as though Bo Morris is up, and the crowd is applauding his his efforts. And, again, we're going to resume play. So, Alex, what, what do you have thus far? Um, second down, we're going to call it 12. We're going to definitely get an update on Bo Morris's condition if it becomes available. We'll pass that along to you, ladies and gentlemen. Play, with the play about to resume, the Bucks have trips to the left. Carlos Grace offset to Williams' left. They're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to spin out of a tackle. Wow. And he's going to spin another one. Spin out of another one. Wow. Like, he looks like I Mark said Collins. it, guys. I said it. He's a very shifty running back. It is hard to bring him down on the first tackle. I mean, you can take him down in a phone booth in the middle of New York City. He, I mean, he is just slippery. There was three guys there in the middle trying to bring him down, and he spun off of all three. I mean, I don't know if he just, just doused himself in baby oil before the contest. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but that brother is tough to bring down. Wim's going to drop back. He's looking to the end zone. A little bit of hand fighting there. Pass going to be incomplete intended for number one, Carrick Whitfall, number 23. Cassius Grady on the coverage. Well, that was man-to-man coverage on that last play, and it appears that Williams just threw it up there to try to let his man come down with it and make a play. Absolutely. So the Buccaneers will bring their field goal unit out on to the field to attempt to knock this ball game back up at 17 apiece. 8.59 remaining here in the half. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, the senior citizen Mike Prince. This is the Open Mic Broadcast. Network, the snap is back. The kick is up, and it is, as the Spanish and Spain say, bien. bien. Did you say senior citizen? Huh? Did you say senior citizen? I mean, well, he is. I mean, what I'm saying is factual here. Well, you guys look. know this, but I'm actually older than him. But we like it. We like it. We like it. But we like it, Mr. Yeah. Cobb. Yeah. You are right with us, though, Mr. Cobb. It's all good. As we're all tied at 17 with 8.54 remaining, and we can definitely say that we have a bomb bonner on our hands here today, guys. Absolutely. Like I said, that score, that clock operator is going to be a busy man this evening. And, Andre, who did you say was going to be on the halftime show? It will be Coach, Coach Madar. The volleyball coach of the Bland Buccaneers, he will be at the halftime report along with our guy, our man, the senior citizen, as you just said. That's your words, not mine. <laughs> Dr. Mike Prince. I mean, you say it all the time when he's not here. Don't act don't act funny now. <laughs> no, do, do I really? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now you don't know. You only go, I'm well, talking about myself. You're, well, island, you're in the island, sir. Yeah. Well, it's all loving games here in the sport of in the world of broadcasting. Right. Rah, rah, rah. And – Buckley will kick it off for the Buccaneers back deep for the Cardinals will be number four, Khalil Banks, number 14, Josh. Ending our score, knotted up at 17 apiece. The kick is away. Hodges will take it at his own one-yard line. He's going to go around the right side. He has a bit of running room, and he's going to get stood up. Yeah, the hole just definitely closed up for him there on that last play. Absolutely. 8.45 remaining here in the contest. 17 
We're tied at 17 apiece, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis. Yes, sir. And we all are tied at one. Not at one. At 17, we're 845. Still a lot of football left here in the second quarter. Definitely not one. I was going to say, wait a minute. How did that happen? I was going to say, how did that happen? I'm watching another football game. I don't know what y'all looking at. Yeah, I was going to say, sir. We need binoculars. And the Cardinals are back on the field. They have trips to the – They have, excuse me, they have trips to the right. They're going to hand it off to number 25, Reese. Reese is going to be brought wow. down by the big fella. Yes, the future sir. Buckeye, number four, Antoine Jackson. And That's going to bring up second down and nine. Andre. Yes, sir. He definitely had no running room on that last play. And you would think that when you got the big guy there on the opposite side, you would try to run the opposite way of him. <laughs> Absolutely. TVCC is going to have a empty backfield. <laughs> and the big man bats it down doing his best J.J. Watt impersonation. <laughs> And so that will bring up third down and nine for Trinity Valley. Well, the offensive line tried to go with the cut block on that last play, but it definitely uh, did not, it it top, did not it work top. the way that they thought it would. The big man said, no, <laughs> sir, I do my box jumps in the workout. <laughs> and TVCC's back to pass. Whoa. They have pressure. They're going to set up a screen. It's going to go to Reese. Reese is going to be brought oh, down fumble, short. Fumble. fumble. And the ball is still loose. And, and we have a scramble for it. Waiting to get the signal. Waiting to get the signal here. And there's a wall of there's a massive humanity down there. The referees are gonna sort it out. They're better people than me. And the Bucks wow. have it. Wow. And you know, I I can attest to being under that power. You know, you may have got under the ball under that power, but you know anything happens exactly by the time anything happens in that power. Absolutely. I'm not gonna lie to you. One time I dang near got accosted at the bottom of that power. I wanted to call the police. <laughs> Things happen on that power we can't even speak of. Absolutely. <laughs> that you can't see from up here. People <laughs> so lose their dignity under that power. Oh absolutely. <laughs> oh my good I'm sorry. So the way <laughs> oh, that was great defense. You like that was a great defensive stop there by the Blue Buccaneers. And that was a great stop there and they brought their offense back out on the field as we're all tied at seventeen. You sweating there? And the Buccaneers are going to come out with trips to the right, a tight end to the near side. Williams offset. Williams is going to roll to his right, feeling some pressure. He's going to throw it. Oh! Right out of his fingertips. Pass intended for number one, Carrick Whitfall. He had it, but until he didn't. You know, that was a great job there by Williams, you know, throwing on the run. You know, that's not an easy thing to do as a quarterback. And he had pressure coming down from the backside, so he's able to get rid of it right before contact. Absolutely. It's going to be second down and 10 for the Bucks. going to stay in that same formation. Ships to the right, tight end to the near side. Williams drop back, dropping back, looking, looking. He's going to feel the pressure. He's going to step up in the pocket. And he's just going to get what he can and get down. Well, Williams is definitely starting, is starting to notice the pressure of the Cardinals' defense. That time, he did not hesitate. I think he dropped back for like two seconds, then he decided to take off with it and just get what he can pick I up. I think that may have been a design quarterback run there. But I'm not too sure the pressure got there that quickly. It may be because he only took two seconds and he took off and ran with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They're going to go with a full wide set, two to each side. Carrick Whitfall is the man on the bottom of the numbers on the on the far side of the field. And they're going to adjust Quantonio Williams offset to Devin Williams' right. Williams is going to drop back to pass. He's going to roll to his right. Looking, looking. Has nothing there. And he just – and pass is going to be incomplete. 
Well, he had all day to throw the ball on that last play. And typically, when you do have all day, you were wanting to see a complete a complete pass, but you can definitely credit that to the secondary of the Cardinals. And this, the the Buccaneers are a, at a weird spot on the foot on the football because it's too deep for your kicker to try to attempt a field goal here. But you know, you also you kind of you go, if, if you're you, well beyond the fifty yard line on the other for the other team. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So at this point, even if you do go for it and you don't get it. You know, you, you, the field there's not a big field position flip, and we have whistles, and it appears that the Blend Buccaneers is going to take a timeout. Well, this is a great time to thank our underwriters, our sponsors, and our supporters. Mr. Kendall Cobb, it's well, all yours. Well, I'll tell you what, this game has given us more and more. And speaking of underwriters, Burgers Fences, Fencing Landscaping, and more can be reached at 281-253-2923. Also, Temple of Refuge Ministries. You mentioned uh, tomorrow morning's 9 a.m. service, so – Go check out Temple Refuge Ministries at 9 a.m., located at 45372 Old Highway 290. I think I know the pastor. And <laughs> get your worship on. Yes, Amen. sir. And we also want to take this time to remind all of our listeners that Mr. Mike Prince will be with us at halftime. He will be visiting Coach Mater, the head volleyball coach of the Blend Buccaneers, as the teams come back out. And as Alex mentioned, it is going to be fourth down for the Buccaneers. And if they decide to go for it, which it looks like they are, it's not a bad decision because your defense has been playing well, and you can definitely tell that they have quite a bit of confidence in their defense. Yeah, defense has stepped up and shown uh, that they can are able to make stops now. So I would, I, I'm not against this decision at all. Absolutely, the Buccaneers have four wide receivers two to each side. Williams drops back to pass. The pass is going to be complete to number eighty, Candon Robinson. It appears as if he has enough to move those sticks for a big. Blinn Buccaneer first down. Ooh, alliteration. And that was a great job. The great great call there by Coach. Great job for tr- for trusting the arm of Williams on that last play. Williams is going to hand it off to Quantonio Williams. Williams is going to slip a tackle, and he's going to be brought down, but not after a gain of about four yards. The Buccaneers are threatening here with 6.42 remaining here in the half. 17 of 17 all is our score, and flags fly. And this appears to be in the neighborhood of false start. Well, the Buccaneers well, are. Oh, I'm wrong here. <laughs> and I'm glad I am. That'll be an illegal substitution against Trinity Valley. And so that will bag them up five I yards. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I will take it anyway. <laughs> I get about, it. Think about these penalties like Twig, ladies and gentlemen. You take it when you can get it. <laughs> and. The Bucks are going to have – it's going to be second down and – excuse me, it's going to be first. That will give the Bucks enough yardage for a first down and 10. Ball on the 11-yard line. They're going to hand it up to Quantonio Williams, and he's going to get swarmed. And that will bring up second down and 10. This is if we have a player down. Yes, sir, we do. When you find yourself close to your own goal line, at this point you have to bring in the big man, the guy who's been doing the grunt work for you. Number 24, Carlos Grace. Absolutely. And the player down appears to be number – is that 97? Not sure there. Well, he's up on his feet. 27. That's, that's number 27. Yes, sir. Going to be Jack Letchman. Yes. Yes, sir. Sophomore from – transfer from southeastern Louisiana. And the, they're, they're going to assist him off the field. And so, the Bucks have a player down as well. I don't know if that's – well, I don't know if they're retaping his ankle or – Yeah, I believe they were just retaping his ankle. But that's so far been with two uh, two 
injuries in this ball game. And as we mentioned before, I said the theme of this ball game is physicality, and that just comes with the territory. It's gonna get physical, physical, and the Bucks gonna come out with trips to the right, second down and eleven, tight end to the near side, ball on the right hash, going from left to right on the dial, handoff. Williams is going to keep it on the zone read, and he's going to get popped by number eight, Brandon Floyd, and that will bring up third down and ten. You know, that definitely wasn't a bad read there by Williams. The secondary just closed in on him before he had any room to work with. Absolutely. Third and 11 for the Buccaneers, 17 apiece. 17-17 is our score. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, Mr. AARP, Mike Prince. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. It's Dr. Trips, Dre to you. Whatever. <laughs> Trips to the right. Williams is going to drop back to pass. He's looking, looking. He's going to just try to make something out of nice. nothing. Williams to the five, and he's going to be near a first down. I don't think he quite got there. It's going to depend on the spot. Yes, and that was a great job there by Williams. Didn't try to force it. A little late for a minute, he was going to decide not to run, try to get some, but he decided to take off and run with it. Great, jo- great job there by Williams on and that last play. And it's going to be fourth down and two here for the Buccaneers. Interesting decision time for Coach Ryan Mahon. This is the point where even if, like, you go with a hard count, it's even get him to jump if you can, maybe then send out your kicking unit. And they're going to hand it up to Antonio Williams. Williams. Nice. It's going to depend on the spot. Well, we know he and the ball is out. Oh. No, they they ruled that he was down. They're definitely going to say he was down. But depending on the spot, he definitely had enough for the first down. And wasn't quite in the end zone. And, yes, they went for it there on fourth and one. They went for it about three plays ago on fourth and ten. So, definitely no reason why they shouldn't have went for it on their last play, and they did just and that. They had, and they got enough for the first down. Apparently, they're going to send in their heavy unit, number 38 linebacker. John Milligan in at fullback, and they're going to hand it off to Quantonio Williams, and Williams is going to be brought down behind the line. And we we have flags flying after the play. Not sure what this one is about. I didn't see anything worthy of a yellow flag, but <laughs> and it appears that we have Kerry Whitfall clapping, so it appears personal oh, foul, yes, or unsportsmanlike conduct against. Trinity Valley, and that's going to move. That's not going to really move the ball. It's going to be half the distance to the goal. Well, that's already two penalties for the Cardinals on this particular drive. And again, I will take it. Anyway, I can get it. Carlos Grace is back in the backfield for the Bucks. Sean Milligan is the fullback. On first and down. first down and goal. Four twenty-five remaining here. Bucks are going to take a twenty. Bucks are going to take the lead here for the second time this evening. And Grace has it. Grace is going to get into the end zone for a Buccaneer touchdown <laughs> with 4.13 remaining here in the half. The bell cow for the Blinn Buccaneers gives them a 23-17 lead. Andre. The momentum has definitely swung in the favor of the Blinn Buccaneers here in this ball game with 4.13 remaining. And Buckley is on, attempting to tack on the extra point. Boyd to hold. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is good. Win, Ben. And I guess they were just, and I guess they were just giving uh, Carlos Grace a breather there for a second. I was wondering 
once they got inside the 20, they was going to bring him in the ball game. But once they got to the goal line, they decided to bring him in there and let him punch it in for the Buccaneers. And but they did show confidence in Quintonio Williams. Leading up to that point, there was a fourth down play that he had to make the first. And yes. he did so minus, uh, without Grace being out there. So and that's Quinto- great confidence. On and Quintonio Williams definitely has a touchdown of his own in this ball game. So we definitely can see why they have as much confidence in them as they does. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, again, guys, back to the box analogy. We're going back and forth with this one, so let's see who's going to land the, the last punch when this is all said and done. Because Glenn start out slowly, come back, now lead 24-17. Absolutely. And speaking of boxing, there are a few teams in the ACC throwing some haymakers of their own. Clemson and Louisville, the score is 7-7 with 11:57 remaining in the second quarter of play. The game is on ABC again. Can somebody, I don't know, can somebody text us, send a tweet to the Open Mic Broadcast Network with your um, uh, information for the Watch ESPN app? It, it's, it's free. You know, I, my, my dad just won't give me his, like, you know, the DirecTV password. So <laughs> I'm asking you, our great listeners, to just please help me out. Be a blessing. I had to beg for mine. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, if you remember, you all can become a support our program. Go to www.obnradio.com or you can call 832-213-8824 and become a listening partner. Absolutely. The Buccaneers are back on to the field to kick it away to the Cardinals. Hodges and Banks are back deep, standing at their own eight-yard line. Buckley do kick it away. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb. The old man, Mike Prince, this is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The is old it? man. Absolutely. Old man by the seat. With the graveyard tattoo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and the kick is away, and Banks will take it at his five-yard line, and he's going to run to his right. He's going to cut back up the middle wow. and hit his own man, before, and he's going to be brought down. Well, it's going to take it's going to take the buck just a minute to bring him down. And as a running back, you hate that. You know, it's enough. It's enough that you already got to deal with the defenders on the other team, but to run into your own man, <laughs> you definitely hate that as a running back. <laughs> Absolutely. So the card is going to have the ball with pretty good field position as they try to knock this ball game back up. With 4:02 remaining here in the second quarter, the Cardinals find themselves down by a touchdown. It's a wanted to know that they're going to try to go fast. You know, they went with the hurry-up offense in that first quarter. We're going to see if they're going to keep that up here in the second quarter with 4-2 remaining. They have six, eight yards to go. So let's see what they what have in store for the uh, Buccaneer defense. <laughs> As Henderson dropped back to pass, and he has a man, and that pass is incomplete. Number 19, that's going to be Tristan Wallace, the University of guy from University of Oregon, the intended receiver on that play. And it'll be second down and 10. Two hour receivers to each side. Running back offset to Henderson's left. And they're going to hand it off to Banks. And Banks is going to have about five or six yards before he's brought down by number 23, Jarek Petrie. And that will bring up a third down and four for the Cardinals. 3.43 remaining here in the half. The Buccaneers lead 24 to 7. Oh, it's 24 to 17. Excuse <laughs> and me. Y'all talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> Players messed up too. It'll be third down and five. Trips. They have trips to the right. One right receiver down to the far side of the field. Bucks showing blitz, and Henderson's going to keep it, and he's going to be brought down short of the yes, line sir. to gain fourth 
down. And I'd just like to note the Buccaneers have outscored the Cardinals 24 to 3 in the, I want to say, the last 17. Yes, well, the Cardinals haven't been able to get anything through the air. Minus one blowing opportunity in the first quarter of the Buccaneers. The Cardinals, ha- the Cardinals haven't had much success through the air so far in this ballgame. Absolutely. Number 12, Sakori Smith is back deep for the Buccaneers. He's standing at his own 28-yard line. The kick is away, and it appears Smith is going to take it, and he's going to muff the punt. He's going to be able to pick it up. Not before he swung down by number 21, Blake Daniels, and I thought he should have just fair caught that bad boy. Well, you know, Thankfully, you, the Bucks avoided disaster. Well, you know, you practice this in, uh, in, in practice as a punt returner, but that's one thing that you have to deal with. Not only do you have to focus on the ball, you got to worry about defenders coming down at you 100 miles per hour. You have to be able to maintain your focus and catch the ball. He just wasn't able to do it on that last play. And that's a tough job. I, look, yes, I, look, it's a very tough I job. I wouldn't wish that job on my worst enemy. I've been, I've been a punt returner, and I've muffed plenty of punts. It is not an easy job to do. God bless. I had a joke. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Buck's going to come out with trips to the right. One Carrick Whitfall to the to the near side. Carlos Grace offset to Devin Williams's right. They're going to hand it off to Oh, great space. They're going to swing it out to number five, Quentin Newton. Newton has some space, and he's going to be brought down. That was an excellent fake on that oh, last play. It had you fooled as a broadcast. Oh, yeah, had me fooled. That's and we got a bird's eye view up here. That's how you know it was a doggone good fake. <laughs> that the Bucks gonna have enough to move the sticks. They're gonna go with trips to the right. Williams drops back, looking to his right, looking, looking, and he's just gonna throw that one in to onto the sideline. Well, we definitely, well, we definitely have seen some discipline by Williams. You know, there are, there have been times where he didn't throw it away. This time he did throw it away. Great job about Williams to recognize, recognize the pressure that's coming to him and just get rid of that one. Absolutely, and that's the difference between what he was doing last week. He was just throwing it up in the coverage with a hope and a prayer, and they're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to have a short gain, nothing doing there, right down by a of Cardinals, and we've got more flags flying here. Like I said, it's getting a little bit chippy this year. It is getting a little bit chippy. You know, they went with the play action fake two plays in a row. This time they decided to hand it off to him. He only picked up two yards on the play, but as you mentioned, we do have some more yellow flags on the field. We're going to check with our officials, and it's going to be – unsportsmanlike against Trinity Valley and that'll give us that'll give the Bucks a free 15 yards and our good friend here on the blend sideline is waving his own <laughs> yellow flag courtesy of Dick Sporting Goods. Well speaking of flags you know penalties has definitely been costly <laughs> for TVCC so far in this first half and so far, the Blue Buccaneers have been able to capitalize on every single one of them. And first down and 10 for the Buccaneers. Ball at the 48-yard line. A minute 52 remaining here in the half. Williams drops back, looking to his right, looking, looking. Pass complete to Quinn Newton. Newton wow. the tackle. Oh, real estate. Makes a man miss. Makes a second miss. Oh, and the ball, he's down. Oh, my ball goodness. Ball came out. And, oh, man, I'm going to tell you one thing. That brother is going to check his Ankles. Oh, I hope he's got, he got insurance on those. My days. goodness, he made me miss, and I'm up here broadcasting the game with you. Absolutely. And I couldn't tell where he was going. That was a great job there on that last play. The Buccaneers are going to have first down in 10, a minute 40 remaining here. The Bucks threatening ball on the 29 yard line. We have whistles and 
it appears as if we have a timeout on the field for Trinity Valley. They need to regroup, talk some things over, wow. have a bit of a summit on their side of the field. And I think it is time for a for a shout out from our two our sponsors, supporters, and our underwriters. Thank you, thank you, Alex. Again, uh, the Buccaneers are trying to put on some uh, some insurance scores. So, signal insurance, Farmers Insurance Agency. You can contact us at 979-826-3026. If you ask for Latanya Chapel, she can help you out with your insurance needs. Also, we want to give another shout out to Mobius Pizzeria Cafe for bringing us lunch, and also you too can you too can take part and go visit. Go visit the Mobius here in Brenham. Reach him at 979-251-9955. And I tell you what, we're going we're going to indulge in some Mobius in the next in after this after the final minute and thirty one seconds of this half. And I promise you, I brought my appetite. Yes, <laughs> sir. And while we still have a minute, Doctor Mike Prince will be with us at halftime. He will be visiting Coach Mater, the head volleyball coach of the Ben Buccaneers. We are excited to have her up here in the broadcasting booth with us. Andre Davis, Alex Goodwin, Kendall Cobb, right here on the Open Mike Broadcast you got about the senior Network. Citizen, Mike Prince. And Grace is going to have the carry. He's going to have about two or three yards before he's brought down. And, again, ladies and gentlemen, thankfully the sun is starting to set here in Brenham, Texas. I still it, haven't felt the breeze. I mean, Where's oh, this breeze y'all been talking about? Been a little something over is it open, here, Mr. Cobb? No, it's been sparing. We can open the door, open the window. I'm not sure. It's going to be eight of four wide receivers, two to each side. Quantonio Williams to Devin Williams is left. 59 seconds remaining here in the half. Cardinals showing blitz. They're going to bring the blitz. Williams drops back deep. He has a man incomplete. That was that was number five, Quinn Newton, the intended receiver on that last play. And Newton is a guy that Williams went to quite often last week against Navarra as he finished the game with 90 reception yards and a touchdown of his own in that last win against Navarro. Third down, and we're going to call it eight. 50 seconds remaining here in the half. Williams takes the snap. He's going to hand it up to Quantonio Williams. Quantonio Williams has about three or four yards. 45 seconds remaining here in the half. And there's going to be a timeout here on the field and got taken it. by Trinity Valley. That will stop the clock with 40.7 seconds remaining here in the half. And, guys, number 24, Carlos Grace, has quite a bit of fan base in this ball game, oh. right right below us. And he brought he brought mama, daddy, uncle, cousins. <laughs> no, at this point, you know, the he, entire family. You know, you know what he brought? He brought Nim. <laughs> that's what he brought. At a certain point, just, that's, that's just Nim. N E M, Nim. Not them, Nim. Just Nim. I'm Nim, I'm Nim. With 40 seconds remaining, the Buccaneers find themselves leading our score 24 to 17. And again, we do want to let our listeners know that Dr. Mike Prince will be at halftime interviewing Coach Mater, the head of volleyball coach of the, of the Glen Buccaneers. Absolutely. So. The Bucks will send their field goal unit out onto the field to try to make this a 10-point lead here as they go into halftime. Buckley on. Buckley the kicker. Boy will be the holder. The snapper, number 67. It will be number 67, Joseph Becerra. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the wrong sheet for a second. <laughs> it's all good. That you say, players mess up. 
Sarah's out of All San Antonio Marshall. And we're waiting, it, awaiting the whistle so we can resume play. It has been all Blinn Buccaneers so far here in the second quarter. Trinidad Valley came in here as a number three ranked team, but as you say, that's why you still have to go out there and play the game. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm not sure quite what's going on. I think they're adjusting the clock, I believe. If you know, they told them to put, I guess, what was it, one second? Point four, point four seconds, seconds back onto the clock. I guess every millisecond count, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're waiting the resu- resumption of play. There we go. My mother's an English teacher. <laughs> great, great, great verb tense there. And well, thank you, Mrs. Goodwin. Hey, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying thank you. I'm thank- I'm giving a shout out to Mrs. To Goodwin for for you know for teaching you that early on. I was about to say you're not trying to be disrespectful, are you? <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun here at the open mic broadcast. Yes, sir. Network, and we have whistles, so we can resume play. Forty-one point three seconds remaining here on. The clock, Boyd the holder, Buckley to kick, Becerra the snapper. Snap is back, the kick is up. And oh! Wow. And that is going to be number 24, Prince Robinson. And they blew it dead, and I'm not sure why number six. What? I'm not sure why number six, Pat Peek, is still running. They blew it dead long ago, and the referees are standing back at the 30-yard. 30, 30 I'm like, bro, where are you going? Well, number 24, Prince Robinson, came in nearly unblocked on that last play. And, see, those are things that will make a coach pull, pull your hair out because, you know, special teams are, are extremely important to the football game, offense, defense, and special teams. The special teams, those are things that can – special teams give it, and it takes it away. And so far in tonight's ball game, special teams – Special teams is only taken away. Well, with 34 seconds remaining at the Cardinals find themselves down 24 to 17, we're definitely going to see if they're going to try to go fast here on this particular drive. And they're going to have four wide receivers, two to each side, running back offset to the right. Henderson's going to go for a spread out pass to his right. Pass is going to be complete to number 88, Torrin Justice. It appears that the Cardinals are going to try to work the sidelines here on this drive. They have 28.6 seconds remaining. Twins to, the, twins to each side. Banks offset to Henderson's right. Henderson dropping back, looking to his right. Pass is going to be complete again to Justice. They're going to, like you said, Andre, they're going to attempt to work the sideline. They're going to have enough for a first down. 23 seconds remaining here in the half. And like I said, if they're going to work the sideline, you have to know they're, they're, running this, they're setting this up to try to maybe run a decoy play and then go long. Four wide receivers shooting each side. Banks, excuse me, Henderson's going to drop back. Looking, looking. There's pressure coming. He's going to avoid the wow. pressure. He's looking, looking. He's going to have to make something out of nothing here. And he's going to get across the 50 before he is brought down. 13 seconds on the clock. Wow. Even though the Bucks weren't able to get home, they at least were able to run 15 seconds off the clock there. Well, that was a great job there by Henderson to keep that last play alive. He should have been brought down in the backfield. He was able to shed one defender and keep this drive open for the Cardinals. And, again, the Cardinals are going to stay in that same set. The Buccaneers with three down linemen, two linebackers, and six defensive backs on the field. 13.1 seconds remaining here. Anderson making some adjustments. 
Buck showing blitz. Henderson drops back, looking to his right. He's going to swing it out to Banks, incomplete. And that will stop the clock. 8.9 seconds remaining. Well, he like he just put a little bit too much muster on that last throw. But at the same time, it appears that Banks was in a pretty good position to catch the ball. Just didn't come down with it. Absolutely. But I make... Yep. <laughs> Elegant arms. I mean, the defenders were coming, and Banks did not fully stretch out to receive that ball. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Trinity Valley has trips to the right. Winner right receiver to the near side. Ball on the left has. He drops back, looking, looking. Nothing there. He's going to throw it to number four, Banks. Banks is going to get out of bounds, and there is going to be – the clock has expired. Wow. And that – well, apparently – Oh. That is not the end of the first period. I think they're going to put maybe a second or two back onto the game clock. And seconds are very valuable in the sport of football. As Henderson was kind of flushed out of the pocket on that last play, he was able to complete that pass for the Cardinals. And they're going to put at least one second back onto the game clock. And remember, everybody, at halftime, at half-time. the old man, yes, Mike sir. Prince, We'll be doing the halftime show. We'll be interviewing the Blend Volleyball coach, Coach Mater. Yes, sir. The head volleyball coach for the Blend Buccaneers. As the Buccaneers are pretty much in the prevent defense. Mm-hmm. This is something you see on Matt. And Henderson is going to drop back. Look, pressure coming. Going to roll. Looking for a man. Our pass is going to be incomplete. Nearly picked off. <laughs> Nearly picked off. And that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that will conclude our first half of play. The Blend Buccaneers fell down early by a score of 14 to nothing. They were they have scored the last they have outscored the Cardinals yes 24 to three in the last 17 minutes of game action. Mr. Open Mic Broadcast Network, the senior citizen, Mr. AARP. He's here. Himself, he <laughs> He's here for the I know I Mobius. thought the wind he coming. Is here for the, <laughs> but say, Mike Prince is here for the Mobius halftime show. And speaking of Mobius, it's time to eat. It's I time got, to eat. Did you guys one. miss me at all? Oh, I got one question. Where's your walker? <laughs> <laughs> He's been calling you old man this whole time. Oh, Where's the walker? I, look, I, I'm getting it back from your pop because I let his pop use it to ball. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, right. I, I think I, I may have opened the door for now. I'm sorry. He tried it, but it's all right. Hey, it's we right. are at halftime here. Blinn on top of Trinity Valley Cardinals by the score of 24-17. A lot of exciting action going on throughout this first half to play another strong performance by Mr. Carlos Grace himself. They got the pizza at hand, the Mobius Cafe and piece of halftime report. You guys go ahead and get started, and we'll get started. Boy, they grabbed it and gone already. As we get ready here for our halftime report, as we get ready and set for our interview with the head volleyball coach, Coach Mater, I'm sorry, as she is all mic'd up and ready to go. And, Coach, welcome to the Open Mic Broadcast Network and introduce yourself to the listeners and those about in Buccaneer country. I'm uh, Coach Kaylee Mater, and uh, I'm here, the head coach at Blinn. So that's all I got for you. Yeah, that's all you got. Well, that's enough because your, your ladies come off a big sweep against Laredo over this past week, and your, your rankings are steady climbing throughout the nation. Uh, a strong program uh, at Blinn. And um, I, like I say all the time, when you're going the JUCO route, it's, everything's accelerated. It's all oh. about moving fast, fast, fast. I don't have time 
to try to train. You got to have a, a clue of what you're doing and explain the type of offensive and defensive sets you try to go for here. You know, for me, it's almost the most important thing is that I have kids that will listen and and be disciplined. Because if you can do those two things, then we can accelerate everything that we're doing pretty quickly. If you're not very disciplined and you're not willing to listen, then it's a lot harder. Um, offensively, you know, we try to play to our strengths each night, and, and that always depends on who we're playing. You know? Depending on who you're playing, and also depending on the moods of the student athletes sometimes. <laughs> because trust me, I, I got a young volleyball player myself, and um, I, I tip my hat to you because when, you, when you're dealing with young ladies, they are just as competitive. That's what a lot of people miss. They think, oh, they're just a bunch of girls, but these girls are vicious when it comes to yes, competition. Yes, and yes, yes. Region 14, a lot of people not real up on it. Region 14 is one of the toughest sports conferences to be in. I don't care if it's JUCO, Division One, Two, Three, or whatever. It is a tough division to compete in. Without a doubt. At the beginning of the season, we had um, more than six teams ranked nationally from Region 14 alone. So that, that's a big deal. And I think they're still – Yes, yeah, still five, and you're being a little modest right now because you've been you have been creeping up. Yeah, 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 we have, yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, don't be ashamed. Go ahead, this this is why you're here. Go yeah, ahead. no, we're, I'm very proud of the girls. You know, we we were not ranked going into this season, where as other teams were, and so it's fun as to climb that ladder just every day and see how far we can make it. Right, coming off two big wins against Warden and Laredo, uh, who's next uh, in in the in the paths of the Buccaneers. San Jack, oh our rival San Jack. Oh, yep. my. It doesn't get – those who don't understand a San Jack blend rival, it's equivalent to a Boston, Red Sox, New York Yankees, <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, yep. uh, Dallas Cowboys, and whoever. Yep. It is just a heated rival. And so you you got you got a tall order for you. What's going to be some of the keys for you guys to come out successful? You know, we got to take care of the ball, um, and we have to make most the most of each opportunity that they give us. You know, they have some big kids. They have a 6-3 right side that we're going to have to take care of. Um, and then they have a pretty good little setter. So we have to make sure that we take care of the ball on our side and execute. It's halftime here in Brenham, Texas. Glenn Buccaneers on top of the Trinity Valley Cardinals by the score 24-17. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. We have been joined, if you don't mind me saying, by the lovely head coach, uh, Coach Mador of the Lady Bucks here. Uh, Bucks on a good roll right now. Things are rolling up. They're getting ready for San Jack. Now, uh, every now and then, I'm pretty sure, just like all the other programs, you guys have walk-ins. Do you ever walk-ons that attempt to try? Mm-hmm. Do you ever when, do you ever find those diamonds in the rough that you can say, I don't know where you've been and how you got through, but you're welcome to come here? You know, for sure, for sure. I think um, sometimes those kids are the ones that turn the corner for you, you know, really give you the depth you need or surprise you. Um, and can make your season because everyone's going to be competing about for the same kids that are, you know, well known or well publicized. And if you can find a couple diamonds in the rough, then that's a big deal. Now, do you have a certain area that you that you've had more success than others when you're doing your recruiting? Oh, not really. I, I've I've had success um, in all places, and then I've had some failures in all places. So oh. we we trying to cast a wide net. We have kids from Austin. We have kids from Houston. We have kids from the Victoria area. Um, we have kids from Hawaii. We have kids from Puerto Rico. We ha- so we're we're kind of all over the a place. Very diverse, diverse. Group. We are. And that's, but, all, that's always good. I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. Yeah. No, for sure. But ten of our thirteen are from Texas. So. But We're always, always looking good, in the yeah, backyard. Yeah, that's always a good thing, too. I, I, I got an old theory. If, if you got a need 
Try Texas first. And yep. if you can't find it in Texas, then you go somewhere else. Yep, but it's yep. a, a plethora of athletes to choose from. Now, I want to ask you this question. I usually ask uh, uh, all of my volleyball coaches this, and everyone is different, believe it or not. How much emphasis do you put on club volleyball participation? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, <laughs> that's why I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that club volleyball, for a lot of kids, puts them so far ahead of the game. And for us, that's a that's a step up. That's a step in the right direction. We don't have a lot of time with you, so if you are playing for the a good club and a good coach, and you're learning every day, then that's a good thing. But I also know some bad habits you can get. So it it just depends on where you're willing to prioritize your time and if you have the money and the the means to make it happen. But I wouldn't say that not all my kids played club volleyball. So Okay. So uh, if you had to put an invite, I know I heard you clearly mm-hmm. that sometimes those that are playing in the right environment, mm-hmm. they do come out ahead mm-hmm. of the yes, system. Yes, for sure. It, would it be dying is because some some parents feel the pressure. Let's be honest. There are economic yeah. challenges yeah, for, sure. for a lot of for them. Sure. And if you're in a good program or a decent program, mm-hmm. how much emphasis would – I personally have my choice, and I'll respond yeah. after that. Is it necessary to play club volleyball or get a good trainer to help that player develop? Oh, I'm going to say club volleyball. Okay. There's nothing more important than being able to handle game-like situations, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, I I see kids that are good in practice every single day, but practice is not going to win us a championship, that's for sure. So we got to be able to perform on the court. Well, speaking of championships, your young uh, ladies did quite well last year trying to repeat Mm -hmm. and get some things done. A lot of people don't know. We're we're in the midst of, of, uh, should I say, uh, splendor right now, ladies and gentlemen. She's being very modest right now, but just give them how long you've been here and the success you've had since you've been here. Uh, this is my third season at Blend. My first season, we finished seventh in the nation. Hold on, let's pause right there. Let that marinate for a second. You see, she's trying to slip under the radar here. Third year, year number one, you finished seventh in the nation. Okay, we got that going in. Go to the next one. You know, last year we struggled a little bit late. Um, three of our starters had concussions that lasted over four weeks, so we ended up not finishing as high as we'd like to. Uh, so this is why it's so important that now, this third year, we're climbing back into the rankings. So we're hoping to to match that seventh in the nation or or, or better. Or better. <laughs> now, with that being said, three is always a critical year for coaches mm-hmm. because by then you've gotten acclimated mm-hmm. to the ways of the local natives, if you will. For sure. And then your your system – starts taking its Mm -hmm. look on what it's going to be. So is it safe to ask, or have you put more pressure on yourself for this year than the prior two years? I don't think so. I think that it feels a little bit less. I don't know if that makes sense, but my kids are so happy. This is the happiest year we've ever had, and, and it's very refreshing. They work really, really hard. And when you have a good group of human beings who work really hard every day in the gym, it makes your job so much better. So much better. Well, that's speaking of so much better. We're talking right now with Coach Mater, the head volleyball coach of the Lady Bucks from Glenn College in Brenham, Texas. Uh, got uh, some couple big wins uh, conference.
on Sand Jack. Will that be home or on the road? We're on the road. We're on the road. Oh, Our first wow. conference road match, so it, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one, and uh, your your game is scheduled for Tuesdays and Thursdays? It, it, we play Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday and Friday. Okay, mm-hmm. baseball was Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that. I get so confused. I'm, yeah. They call me the old man for a reason. <laughs> so, look, Coach, we are so thankful for you to come here and grace us with your presence. want to give you the closing uh, words, thoughts, and comments on this segment here as we're at halftime now, as I might say, the Mobius Cafe Pizzeria Halftime Report featuring Blend Buccaneer Sports. It's on you, Coach. No, I just want to say thank you for having us, and um, thank you for your support for Blend College. Oh, no problem at all. And don't be a stranger. We have a program called The Dig that we feature at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And, of course, you being a volleyball coach, you understand that The Dig means yep, yep. we're strictly talking about volleyball awesome. and we do happen to talk uh, about southwest athletic conference and we believe in giving the young ladies uh just as much airtime as these young men because they're For working sure. just as hard For sure. and we would love to incorporate you into that weekly uh conversation piece we could set that up with the sid and uh we'll make sure we get some information before you get out of here and we'd love to have you part of that program. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, thank you so much, Coach Madar. We're at halftime. Bland Buccaneers on top of the Trinity Valley Cardinals by the score of 24-17. to 17. We are going to transition real quickly and get ready to go for some scores and updates throughout our other football conference play, uh, starting off within the Southwestern Athletic Conference, the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, on the road, taking on Nickel State, and we're going to give you a little update right now. It's not looking too favorable for Prairie View at the moment, but before we get to Prairie View, Southern is losing to University of Texas at San Antonio by the score of 51-7 to with one minute and 53 seconds, or one minute and 50 seconds remaining in the third quarter of play. As we continue to look forward here, uh, we have West Virginia over Delaware State by the score of 59-16. to 16. We have Texas A&M was victorious earlier over University of Louisiana Lafayette by the score of 45-21. to 21. We're going to give purview in just a second here. Purdue was all over Missouri in the SEC Big Ten play. Purdue victorious by a score of 35-3. to three. And we have coming up now, trying to get the Prairie View Panthers uh, football score here. We'll get that for you in just a moment. Meanwhile, we're at halftime here in Brenham, Texas. Glenn on top 24-17 to 17 here at halftime. Carlos Grace. Another strong, strong performance here in the first half of play. And more than likely, he's headed to another strong and productive night. As the Panthers score, we're going to try to see if Andre got a score and update for me here. Trying to look for the Panthers in Prairie View and Nickel State away in Thibodeau, Texas. I mean, Thibodeau, Louisiana right now. As the Panthers were having a rough last score, we had was 31 for seven, Panthers were down uh, just going into the third quarter. We'll get that scored to momentarily here, too. You also want to remind you that today's broadcast being made possible by Bush's Chicken, located on Highway 36 
in Brenham, Texas. Also, we cannot forget our good friend Henry and Barbara at Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria. They have provided the halftime meal as well as an underwriter and supporter, thanking all of those who help support our local and regional high school and collegiate coverage. Don't forget that we will be having the Coach Mahon show that will be brought to you on Monday as we get ready for that. We'll have also Coach Willie Simmons of the Purdue A&M University Panthers. We'll have Coach Mike London, who is Richmond Spiders, his alma mater, will victorious over his Howard Bison on today, 68-3, to I believe that score was. And we'll hear from Coach Kenneth Carter of the Delaware State Hornets. Still trying to dig up that Prairie View update as we are here halftime with the Glenn Buccaneers on top of the Trinity Valley Cardinals by the score of 24 to 17. Meanwhile, we got a baseball update. The Cubs on top of the Cardinals 4 to 1 in NLB action, getting ready for that playoff stretch run down the backside. Guys, you got anything for me on this summary of this first half? Yes, sir, Mike. And before we get into that, I know you're looking for the score of the Panthers, and we do have that score for you. It has been a rough game for them so far as they find themselves down by the score of 41-6 to at the start of the fourth quarter. So definitely a rough game for the Panthers. Well, we will have the 1876 sports wrap. It probably won't be as detailed. We will go then at the conclusion of this yes, Buccaneer game. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll get things settled and rearranged and adjust. Uh, strong performance so far by Mr. Grace again yes. for the Buccaneers. Yes, it's definitely been a strong performance so far, and that's why I said this at the beginning of the game. You know, team. You know, people like to come in and say, well, this team is ranked this number, and this team is ranked this number. You know, the Trinity Valley Community College was ranked number three coming in. The Blair Buccaneers was ranked at number 14. But that's why you play the game. Say what? That's why you play the game. The Buccaneers <laughs> find themselves up, even though it's only by one touchdown, but they find themselves up by 24 to 17, and majority of the momentum has been of the Buccaneers, specifically in that second half, I mean the second quarter. Well, next you'll tell me that we play to win the game. Oh, we do play to win the game. <laughs> we don't just play to play, not at this level. At this level, you don't just play to play. You play to win. These guys are here and they're trying to move on to the next level, so there definitely is no time to waste. There is no hand-holding at this stage in the game. So the Bucks had a strong second quarter. Yes, sir. As uh, they were trailing at 1.14-0. Yes, sir. Uh, outscoring uh, the Cardinals in that second quarter alone, if I'm not mistaken, it was 21-3 to yes, sir. in that second quarter. And uh, right now, two players that are standing out right now, of course, on the outside, on the offensive side, Carlos Grace doing his thing, and uh, on the defensive side, that man again, Mr. Four. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, A.J. Deuce, A.J. Deuce. He is. He is He is a, a force to be reckoned with, and uh, some strong things. I'm sure Coach Mahon getting his guys regroup and recharge. And speaking of regroup and recharge, how did that Mobius pizza hit you at halftime? Oh, my goodness. It hit me like a freight train, I tell you. I still, for a minute, I forgot that we still had another whole half to go in this broadcast. They say when you get some good food, you know what's next after that. Did Henry leave? Oh, no, sir. He is still here. Okay. We gotta, get, yeah, we got to get Henry in here. Yes, sir. Let's see if we can get Henry in here uh, to get it. We're at halftime right now at the Mobius Cafe Pizzeria Halftime Report. 
uh, brought to you, of course, by Mobius Pizza, located in Brenham, Texas, off of Old Highway 290 with the big coffee mug. They got the trifecta working. Uh, best pizzeria in town, best cafe in town, and the best coffee shop in town. Talking his language, we got my brother getting mic'd up. Uh, the brother from another mother, Brother Henry. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Dr. Pizza is in the house. <laughs> Dr. Pizza and radio guy making one heck of a conversation. I'm in the house tonight. Hey, just like you came on time with the pizza, the Bland Buccaneers will come on time with a halftime lead. It's 24 to 17. I know you just got here. Good game, good pizza. Yeah, good game, good you pizza, know, good company. What, could, what, what more could you ask for, right? You know, and it's great weather. Yes, sir. The weather has absolutely gotten superb. <laughs> uh, it's not that that that. That humidity that we have just dealt Absolutely. with, sun's gone down, the night lights are shining bright here in Brenham, Texas. Uh, it's been a week, man, but let me tell you something. It's still good pizza. <laughs> Did they save you any? It, it, well, you know, they been have where they're going to be walking. Or you know, because this guy's been smacking his lips just like eating, just going left and right. <laughs> well, they, they, they got it going in. And, look, we want to thank you guys so much. Once again, you do more than just pizza. You know, oh, yeah. we talk about the pizza, but quickly, Absolutely. quickly, give the people a, a, a glimpse of your menu <laughs> that you have at Mobius Pizza. Well, you know, we open up at seven in the morning, so yes, obviously sir. we got to do some breakfast. We got to do some good breakfast. So we did win best breakfast in town. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. and you know, it's you think egg is an egg is an egg, but the, you know the way you cook it, the way the, the ingredients you put in it, the spices you put in it, the way you present it on the plate, what you put with them on the plate, makes it a I mean, makes it a dish. And don't forget the love that goes oh, with it. Always put some love you, into that you thing. you got to put some love so into that So we start thing. off with breakfast in the morning. We do a, golly, we won best coffee shop. So you know we do the lattes. We do the, the mochiatas. We do, oh, goodness but, gracious. But see, I'm I just can't. an old simple regular Joe guy. <laughs> just give me a cup of coffee, two oh, cream, brother, no sugar, you gotta, you gotta and I'm ready to go. expand, man. i got to expand? Yeah. See, but I'm, if I expand, I start to expand. <laughs> So, so I can't really go that way, can I? You know what? I was just black coffee myself until I got involved. And, you know, there's there's a dozen and a half, two, three dozen types of drinks. So coffee you're telling drinks. me a coffee bean is not a coffee bean? Oh, my gosh. you got to put some love in that you gotta, coffee I, bean. you got to put some love in that coffee <laughs> bean. Absolutely. So all coffee is not created equal. Absolutely. And we sell the best. We won the best coffee shop in town. Wow. You what, know, we put the love in it. Well, you got the love in Absolutely. it. So, so I can get my breakfast on. <laughs> I can get my Joe on. Absolutely. And we we got to talk about this pizza, right? Oh, what did you bring for us this week? I hadn't seen it. They took the box and ran out of here. What well, did you bring us this week? We brought Chicago-style pizza, and we have one that's called Lots of Meat. And guess what? It's got lots, lots of meat, of meat on it. it you know? <laughs> I had to fight Alex oh, last my week goodness. on the pizza, man. I had to fight. I said, here, man, here's some little money. You go ahead on. I'm taking a pizza with you. <laughs> so <laughs> we got I it. love it. We're at halftime right now. We got my brother from another mother, Brother Henry, from yes, Mobius sir. Cafe and Pizzeria. Did, 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 now, I'm just going to bring this up. Did I exaggerate to you at all, sir? Was it what I told you? We're going to be definitely fun, friendly, entertaining. You know, out the box. I am having a blast. Yes, sir. You know, and I enjoy talking to you guys. It's just a blessing. Yes, sir. Good company. Yes, sir. I mean, there's nowhere else I'd rather be, you know, on a Saturday night at what, 845, 8.50, than right here in this room with you guys. Well, I tell you You what, with them guys, because they got to get back to work. 
and I'm about to enjoy some of this maybe, Mobius pizza. Maybe they left us some. If they did, they, they had to left some. Are we going to do a stomach <laughs> pump? We're going to do a stomach <laughs> pump or something. They're going to have to give it back up or something. Oh, my goodness. Brother Henry, thank you so much. We're at halftime. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir, a pleasure Always. as well. The Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria Halftime Report of Lee and Buccaneer Football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, a match made in heaven. And speaking of a match made in heaven, Blinn trying to hold on for this second half to make sure that they continue with this lead as we're ready to get this second half on the way. Guys, come on in. you got to put the pizza down, and you got to come back. I know you keep hanging on. you got to let Mobius take a break. You say you don't want to leave it alone, but you got to. You got to. Okay? You guys get it mic'd up. Make sure you wipe your mouth. We don't need any pizza, pizza sauce. <laughs> How you feeling, Dre? I feel great, Mike. I do. I feel great. I feel great about the this game so far. Like I said, the majority of the momentum has been in the hands of the Blend Buccaneers, specifically in that second quarter as they find themselves up. By one touchdown, 24-17 to 17, to be exact. Well, guys, it's been a, a great first half. You guys are doing a superb job. You guys had a chance to go and get that Mobius. It's about time for me to give this mic up. Ain't no more left. It, it ain't no more left. <laughs> well, maybe I can just sniff the box or something and get full until we get up out of here. want to thank you guys so much again for joining us here with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Halftime almost coming to conclusion here as we get ready for the second half of play. Bucks on top, 24-17. to 17. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Now back to Mr. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, and Kendall Cobb. The book's going to hand out to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to fumble it, thankfully falling on by quarterback Devin Williams. First down. That'll make it second down and 15. The books are thankfully able to avoid disaster there on their first play from scrimmage here in the half. 14-30 remaining here in the third quarter. Grace is going to have it. He's going to bring it around the right side. He's going to have a short gain. Second down, excuse me, third down, and they're going to call it long. It's going to, we're going to call it long because I just can't quite see how far away that is. <laughs> so, folks going to say with that four-hour receiver set to the side, Grace offset to Williams' Right. He's going to take the snap. He's going to drive back, looking to his right, looking, looking. Pressure coming. He's going to avoid the pressure. Wow. He's going to run up the middle. He's going to have the first down a little bit more, and he's going to be down near the 50-yard line. And that's what he does best, guys. Devin Williams, that's what he does best. He takes it and runs with it. He didn't see anything open down the field, didn't try to force anything. Great job there by Williams. Like I said, making a dollar out of 15 cents. In that case, more than a dollar. And Williams is going to drop back, looking, looking, has nothing there. He was looking for the bubble screen initially, well covered by Trinity Valley. And it's going, that's going to bring up second down. Great, great play, smart decision by yeah, you can tell Williams. That, yeah, you can tell that Coach has definitely talked to Williams after last week when he tried to force it quite often. Uh, he's definitely been throwing the ball away so far in this game, not trying to force anything. Didn't see anything open downfield, just threw it away. Absolutely. Live to fight another day. Williams is going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going wow. to go around the left side, gets a block, gets another one, and he's going to be out of bounds after a gain of about seven yards. You can credit that run to the right guard and the right tackle of the Buccaneers. They pulled to the left on that last play. They created some room for Grace so he can pick up a nice chunk of yards on that play. Third down and two. For the guys in blue, we was going to hand it off to Carlos Grace. Grace is going to have 
nothing there. He's going to get stood up, <laughs> and it's going to bring up well, fourth down what a, for the Buccaneers. What a, what a, what a, yeah, and the Cardinals definitely anticipated the run by Grace on that last play as they met him at the line of scrimmage, and that was a great stop there by the defense of the Cardinals. And so that will bring up fourth down for the Buccaneers. Number 24, Prince Robinson is back deep for Trinity Valley. Buckley on to punt it away for the Bucks. And that should have been running into, running into the kicker wow. there, and Prince Robinson's going to field it at his nine-yard line. He's going to run backwards, and he's going to be brought wow. down at about his three-yard line. Great special teams play made by number 31, Eugene Shorter. And that's what I call paying for one way or the other. Amen. They didn't get the flag on this play, but they found themselves inside their own five-yard line to start this drive. Absolutely. 12.36 remaining here in the third quarter. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Kyle, and the senior citizen Mike Prince here with you. And he's eating all the Mobius pizza. I'm not really too happy about that. But, you know, I must digress. I have a job to do. Who let him get the pizza? Did you let him get No, he took it while I was talking. I was doing my job, and he just snuck in there like a burglar that he is. The thief in the night, huh? Yes. My goodness. Well, here we go. We're going to do something about that a little bit later. Just you wait. <laughs> The Cardinals are going to come out with a four-wide receiver set. Trips to the right. Williams standing in the shadow of his own end zone. And he can hand it off to Khalil Banks. And Banks is going to have about three or four before he is spun down. And as I said, number 33, Jared Young. And as I said before, Banks is a big running back. 6'2", 215 pounds. It has been taking more than one defender to bring him down so far in this game. Absolutely. Second down and five. For the Bucks, it's going to be a fake. And boy, he's going to wow. slip a tackle. More than oh, wow, slips a second tackle, and, and he's going to have enough for a Cardinal first down. Well, there's that physicality that we talked about in the first half in this ball game, and we saw it right there on that last run by Henderson. Absolutely, that's going to move the sticks for the Cardinals. First down, and and they have twins down to the right. Ball on the left hash. Carter's going from left to right. He's back deep. Pass is away. Pass going to fall incomplete. Great coverage there for the Buccaneers from number 28, Malik Robinson. That's going to bring up second down. And the thing was, that's a great recovery from Robinson because of intended receiver number 19, Tristan Wallace, Oregon transfer. He had a step on him. Yes, he did. And I said this before, you know, great job by the secondary of the Glenn Buccaneers. The Cardinals haven't had much success through the air so far in this game. Absolutely. They're going to bring up second down, and they're going to call it 10. Henderson drops back to pass, looking to his right. The pass is going to be caught by number seven, Cam Williams. Brought down by a host of Buccaneers. Third down and one for Trinity Valley. 24-17 to 17 is our score, ladies and gents. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mike Prince, and Mr. Kendall Cobb are here with you. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The Bucks showing blitz here, and Henderson is going to take it around the left side. He's going to spin, and he looks to be short of oh. the line to gain. It's going to depend on the spot. 
Looked like he may have got it, Alex. I don't know. Yes, he did. And they're going to say he got the first down. So that was a great job there by Henderson to pick up the first down to keep this drive open for the Cardinals. Absolutely. They're going to send that full wide out set. Two receivers to each side. They're going to throw a quick screen play to Tony. Wow, He's nice going to get smoked. <laughs> great play made, made there by number 26, Chris Toombs, for the Buccaneers. And Dallas, he just came into position. He was just coming into position, sniffed that play out, and made a uh, throw for a loss. Great play. Absolutely. Second down and 12 for Trinity Valley. Ball on the 31-yard line. Henderson back to pass. He got some pressure. Pass is going to be complete to number Whoa. seven. And you can – Pass complete to number seven. Cam, Cam Williams, he pushed off yes, exactly. on number you can, 28. You can definitely, you can definitely, Robinson. You can definitely say that he got away with the push off on that last play. But the, as you said before, referees can't call it off. Absolutely. They're going to go fast. He's going to hand it off to Khalil Banks. Banks is going to break a tackle. And again – brought down, gain of five for Trinity Valley. And again, he was met at the line of scrimmage, but because he's such a big running back, it's taken a whole lot more to bring him down. Absolutely. Henderson has four wide receivers, two to each side. Banks to his right. And he's going to th- pass. Oh. going to be thrown. Incomplete oh, to number, for number seven, Cam Williams. And he look, he's hurt. The he hit is. was made by number seven, Ricky Thomas. He stuck that helmet right in his yeah. rib cage. I have had that happen before as a player. It is not a good feeling. I almost feel that it's just you got the wind knocked out of you that you can't breathe. He's definitely shaking up on this play. Absolutely. So we have a quick break in the action. I think it is a appropriate time to thank our sponsors, underwriters, and our supporters, Mr. Kendall Cobb. Sir, Take it away. <laughs> Again, thanks to Mobius Pizza. Uh, we're, you guys are chomped down on it. Dr. Prince is eating some now. We want to thank them, but we also want to make you guys aware, hey, well, we have some home cooking going on here at uh, Cubs Stadium. Remember, there's Bush's Chicken here in Brenham. also has some home cooking. You can reach them at 979-836-1804. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, oh, I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, I've had Bush's Chicken the best. That do mean the best. Yeah. In Washington County. It appears that Williams is okay. As again, you know, he just probably just got shaken up on the play. He just got the wind knocked out of him. And as a wide receiver, that's one of the things you got to deal with when you're running across the middle. Um, Trinity Valley comes out with three wide receivers. He's going to send a man in motion. Blaine's going to play open run coverage. And bringing pressure, pass is going to be complete to number two, Tyreek Barnes. And that was pressure that Henderson didn't really see coming. It was coming from his backside. And he did a great job for him to get that ball off. Trinity Valley's going to go with four wide receivers, two to each side. Running back offset to Jalen Henderson's left. Blinn paying five yards off. They're going to hand it off to Banks. Banks is going to have about five or six yards before he is brought down. It's going to, it's going to make it second down and three for Trinity Valley. And it appears that the Cardinals are moving the ball with no problem so far in this particular drive as we have about 9-10 remaining here in the third quarter. Henderson to bring a man in motion. going to drop back, play fake. Pass is going to be complete to number 88, Justice. And Henderson threw that ball on a rope. He did. Yes, sir, he did. And that wasn't a bad coverage there by, I believe that was number 23, Jerry Petrie on that play. That was just a great catch there. And they're going to throw it, throw it. 
another pass in the direction of number 88, Justice, and flags fly. This appears to be against the Buccaneers' 12 men on the field. Well, they, they went with the same play, two plays in a row. I don't know if you want to call that boldness by the Cardinals or just their confidence building up on this drive. Absolutely. So that's going to be. The referee's going to mark off five yards for Trinity Valley. First down and five for the Cardinals. Henderson takes the step, going to hand it off to Banks. Banks has some running room, has some space, and 10 on the five touchdown. Trinity Valley with 8.51 remaining here in the third quarter of play. Trinity wow. Valley looks to knot this bad boy up at 24 apiece, the extra point upcoming. Well, that hole was wide open on that last play for Banks. It was so wide open, I think Mike Prince could have ran through that hole. He hasn't played football in over 30 years. That's re- You're being really <laughs> kind at this point, Andre. Uh, I don't think I don't think the senior citizen could have ran through that hole. That's, I'm telling you, that hole was as clear as daylight. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is good with... 8.51 remaining here in the quarter. The game is all knotted up at 24 apiece. And like I said earlier in the evening, this is going to be like a boxing match. Triple G and Canelo are on tonight. Again, if you have any anybody pay-per-view, anything like that that I can use. No. Like that, I anybody stream the fight on Facebook or Periscope, I, I please let me know. I don't think nobody has it, but I just want to see that fight. As well, when the Cardinals found themselves down 24 to 17 in the start of the third quarter, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They got they uh, stopped them on offense, and they got their offense out on the field, and they were able to score fairly quickly with 8:51 still remaining here in the third quarter. And gentlemen, didn't they drive the length of the field? Weren't they back at the back yes, sir, they were back inside of their own five-yard line, three-yard line to be exact, as Alex just mentioned. So that was definitely a great job there by the Cardinals' offense. So. The Bucks going to look to retake the lead, throw an uppercut of their own here, and retake the lead. And, you know, like I said, this, a game, a football game like this is going to be ups and downs, peaks and valleys. The key thing is what team manages them, manages those ups and downs and those peaks and valleys the best. That's the team that Absolutely. only wins the ball game. Absolutely. It might come down to who has the ball last. It may come down to who has the ball last. And I wanted to mention that before their first game, when they just – when they just won by 50 points. Both of these teams came in scoring a fair the same amount of points, around 27 points a game. As we already, find, we already find ourselves in the third quarter, and both teams have 24. That lets me know that both teams definitely have some high-power offenses, so it's definitely going to come down to who has the ball last. The Cardinals have teed it up, and they're ready to kick it off. Jones, and I believe that also is number 36. Excuse me, we apologize for those technical difficulties there. We apologize for the technical difficulties briefly there, ladies and gentlemen. Number 34, Jones on the carry for the for the Buccaneers. He's gonna be have the ball at his thirty five at his thirty at his own thirty yard line. That's where the Bucks will have position. There you go. <laughs> okay, now if I'm the Blend Buccaneers, I definitely want to see them start mixing some things up. You know, we already know that you got Carlos Grace. He's your guy. You've been going to him so far in the first half and even so far here in the third quarter, but you definitely want to be predictable. I mentioned this earlier, so try to mix some things up to kind of keep the defense on their heels here in 
the third quarter. Absolutely. The Buccaneers are going to come out with a split backfield. Two wide receivers flank the quarterback, Devin Williams. Twins are to the right. Carrick Whitfall is the receiver on the near side. Ball is on the left hash. Trinity Valley is showing blitz. Quarters are playing press coverage. They're going to hand off to Carlos Grace around the left side. Grace is going to slip a tackle, but he is going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of about two yards, second down and 12. Well, it appears that the Buccaneers are going with the team where we trust in Grace as they went for as they went with him yet again on that first down attempt this time it did not work out for him as he lost yards on that last play. At a certain point, you know, you kind of have to rise. You have to do what got you here. You have to do. You have kind of have to do what got you here. Second down and about 15. He's going to hand it up to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace has to finish across the third of the 35 to the 40. He's brought down at the 45 yard line. First down, Carlos Grace maybe, and the Blend Buccaneers. Well, maybe I spoke too soon. <laughs> As he's Carlos Grace to pick up a nice chunk of yards for the Buccaneers to move the chains. Trips to the right. Carrick Whitfall is the receiver on the near side. Ball on the left hash. We was going to look. Pass oh. going to be thrown to Carrick Whitfall. It will be complete gain of about five yards. That will bring up second down in five for the guys in blue. And that was a great catch there by Whitfall. That was an even great close-up tackle by number 23, Cassius Grady, on that play. And wow, another fumble on the exchange from the Buccaneers. Again, near disaster. The Bucs are shooting themselves in the foot here early in the half. 7.24 remaining here in the third quarter. Our game is tied at 24 apiece. Third down and seven. For the Buccaneers, strips to the right. Carrick Whitfall, the receiver on the near side. Ball is on the left hash. Carlos Grace offset to Williams' left. Williams is going to take the snap, looking to his right. He's going to throw it to number eight, DeAndre Reed. Reed has some wow. space, and Reed's going to spin. He's going to be near a first down. Wow. He's, he's going to be, they're going to mark him about two yards short of the line to gain, and the Bucs offense is going to stay on the field here. And this may be the time, you know, you could go with a hard count or maybe pooch punt it. Williams is going to take the snap. He's going to look for number one kick. Whitfall pass is going to be incomplete. Well, minus the pass interference call that they were hoping for, that was a bad read there by the quarterback as Whitfall was not in man coverage there, he threw that one in double coverage on that last play. And, you know, that's the read the young quarterback makes. You know, he comes out there, and, and, and I think he decided where he was going to go with that football before yeah. the ball was yes. in the snap. He didn't even he didn't scan the field whatsoever. Like you mentioned, he already knew who, who he was going for. He was hoping that we fall would be open on that slant route, and he wasn't on that last play. And because of it, the Cardinals will have a fresh set of downs to work with. Trinity Valley's going to have the football on – the 48-yard line. They come out with twins to each side. Running back offset to the right ball on the right hash. Dennis is going to keep it on the zone read. He's going to have about four yards where he's brought down by number four, Antoine Jackson. Even though he only picked up three yards on that play, that wasn't a bad read there by Henderson. He decided to pull it and then hand it off. A great job there by Henderson. That'll bring up second down and Five. Same formation. They're going to hand it off to 22 Daniels. Daniels has a little bit of space across the 40 to the 35 down at the 33-yard line. 
and it appears as if the Cardinal offensive line is starting to make a little bit of headway here yes. with that Blaine Buccaneer front. Yes, I was going to say that, that the Blaine Buccaneer front is not getting enough push up front. First down and 10, 5.50 remaining here in the third. Blitz showing Blitz. He's going to hand it off to Reese. Wow. Reese is going to crease the Buccaneer defense before he is cut down what? by number 30, Giovanni Moore. And that'll bring up first down and 10 for the – to call a timeout. Yeah, well, he, well there, he was there. He just didn't make the tackle. That was number 40, Cooper, on that last play. They're going to, Henderson's going to keep oh. it. He's going to go around the right side, slip the tackle, slips the second tackle. And he's going to be brought down at inside the 15-yard line. So he has flags on the play. And these might be in the area of holding. If they're behind the play, most times they're holding. Well, the Buccaneers are not wrapping up. Two plays in a row, too many missed tackles. You cannot do that at this stage of the game. And that is going to be holding against Trinity Valley. Back them up 10 yards. That will make it second down. That will make it first and 20 if my calculations are correct. <laughs> well, the reason why we're not math majors. <laughs> that wasn't a slow, by the way. I know. I understand. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I never pretend to be a mathematician. I'm a political scientist for a reason. <laughs> and that'll make it first and 20. Look at my math. And the card is going to come out with trips to the left. One wide receiver down on to the near side. Ball is on the right hash. Henderson drops back. He has a man. His pass is going to be incomplete. Intended for number 80, Reginald Braggs. With a second and 20. And we have an injured buck. Yes, we do. And the defenders were there on that last play. He still had the opportunity to catch the ball. It was just it just bounced off his shoulder pass. Absolutely. And that appears to be number 40. That's and number we, 40 for the Buccaneers, Jalen Cooper, sophomore from Spring, Texas. And, guys, another player down in this ball game. We mentioned physicality. As you mentioned, punches. You know, you've been referring to boxing analogy this entire ball game. We have another injured player down. This has definitely been a physical ball game. And at some point, this ball game may come down to even more so than who can win who, who, what defense can get off the field? What what guy on offense can make a play? This game may come down to the war of attrition. Well, <laughs> there you go. Well, right. we have, well, there's been injured players on both teams. This game may come down to who's ever left. Absolutely. And I think we have a little bit of time on our hands to thank our underwriter sponsors and our supporters, Mr. Kendall Cobb. Okay. It's all yours. We have that very much to have that time. I'd like to thank Auto Check and Auto Repair. Steve will pick you up and pick up your vehicle and leave with a 2016 Toyota. I diagnosis your problem. They're located at 1539 Cypress Springs Drive in Cypress, Texas. You can reach them at 281-440-1188. Auto Check and Auto Repair. Additionally, Farmers Insurance Agency. You can reach, reach Latanya. Chapel at 979-826-3026. And also I want to remind our listeners that you can always come contribute to our to our cause at www.obnradio.com or reach us at 832-213-8824. Yes, sir. If you would like to become a listening partner, again, you can visit our website, as you mentioned, www.obnradio.com. We have been serving communities since 2002, serving the community through faith, and athletics, we are the voice of student athletics. Couldn't have said it better myself. 
Second down, second down and 20 for Trinity Valley. 5-15 remaining here in the third quarter. Alex Wilber, Andre Davis, Kendall, Mr. Kendall Cobb, and the senior citizen himself, Mr. Mike Prince. Dr. Dre to you. Mm-hmm. You keep saying, Dr. Dre. I got a game to call here. Hennessy is going to drop back. They're going to throw a quick screen to Justice, and Justice is going to be wrapped up. Leading the charge for the Buccaneers is number seven, Ricky Thomas. And that's going to bring up third down and about 15 for Trinity Valley. And the Bucs are at a good spot here because they can potentially prevent Trinity Valley from getting yards here. They can possibly force a field goal attempt. And even though it was on the second down, it's interesting to see if they went with a short route on that last play. Trinity Valley comes out with trips to the left, wide, one wide receiver to the right, ball on the right hash. Henderson looking deep. He has a man. The pass is going to be incomplete. Well, that's my answer. They went with a short route on second and long because they knew they was going to air it on third and long, and they did just that, but it was incomplete. And we have flags down, flags fly, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to check the penalty in just a moment. <laughs> and... There's going to be offsetting penalties against yes. both teams, so yes. it will be fourth down and 15 for Trinity Valley. Ball is on the 28-yard line. TVCC will send out their kicking unit. <laughs> yes, sir, Ray Charles. They will send out their kicking unit. And that's going to be number 42, Dylan Springer. 428 remaining here in the third the holder for TVCC is number nine, the quarterback, Jalen Henderson. Yes. The snap is back. The kick is up, and it is going to be blocked. By blocked by, the big, by the big man, number four, Antoine Jackson. And Trinity Valley threatens to score, but the big man said not so fast. So with 424 remaining here in the third quarter, our score remains. Deadlock at 24 apiece. And speaking of the big man, Antoine Jackson, Jr., the commit to Ohio State, we're going to be speaking with him at our post-game show. Oh, really? Now? Yes, we will. We will be speaking with Antoine Jackson, Jr. for our post-game show. Again, you can listen to all that right here on Give Mike Mike Broadcast Network. So a great stop there by the Buccaneers defense as we are all tied at 24 with 424 remaining. Offense comes back out on the field for this particular drive. Williams is going to take the snap, hand it off to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace is around the right side. Grace has a little bit of real estate, makes a man miss, makes a second miss. And he is eventually going to be brought down. It's going to be a short gain. He had some space, yeah. but he didn't get up the field there. Yeah, he tried to stretch that one just a little bit too far. A lot of times on those stretch runs, sometimes you got to try to just find a little bit of crease, just a little bit of room, and then just get what you can get. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Second down and eight. For the Bucks, Williams dropping back, looking to his right. Pass is going to be complete to number to number one, Carrick Whitball, and it's going to be third down and call it four. We're going to well, call it four. Well, if you're the Buccaneers, you don't have to go fast. It's a tie ball game, 3:42 remaining. Work the clock and just move the ball. We're going to come out in that same four wide receiver set, two to each side. Quantonia Williams to Devin Williams's left ball is on the right hash. 329 remaining here in the third quarter of play. 
Cardinals showing blitz. Pass is going to wow. be incomplete. Dangerous throw by Devin Williams. Could have been intercepted. And not only did they show blitz, they bought the house on that last play. He really only had literally two seconds to get rid of that one. And as you mentioned, that pass could have been easily picked off. Buckley will be on to punt it away to number one, Tony Mullins, for the Cardinals. Again, special teams is going to be critical here. The Buccaneers had a punt blocked earlier that was recovered by TBCC at the one-yard line that they cashed in on for a touchdown on the very next play. This is going to be a crucial play here. The punt is away. End over end kick. Mullins tracking it. The ball is going to hit at the 30-yard line. It's going to go out of bounds at the 20. So with 3-12 remaining here in the third quarter, that's where Trinity Valley will start. The, that's where they will have possession of the football here as the third quarter winds down. And while we have a, break, a brief break in the action, I think it's time for Alex's score update around <laughs> the country. So, my Texas Longhorns are only down by seven points to, to the number four team in the country, the USC Trojans. It's only halftime, folks. We, got, we could blow this. Um, <laughs> preview failed to Nickel State by a score of 44 to 13. Jesus. A disappointing showing from the Panthers. This evening, to say the least, Alabama wins 41 to 23 against Colorado State, and Ohio State triumphs this evening over Army by a score of 38 to seven. We're going to give you a Clemson Auburn, a Clemson Louisville score momentarily once it becomes available to us. Henderson's pass is going to be complete to number 84, Braden Kubeka. 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 <laughs> look at it on the sheet. It's Quebec. <laughs> I thought I said, you know, I don't want to mess with anybody's name. That's an important Absolutely. Thing. You definitely do not want to mess with anybody's name. Quebec, yeah, and Trinity Valley is going to go fast here. Really, really a disaster. They're going to hand it off to Banks. Banks is going to be stood up by a wall of blue uniforms. And I guess the, ball, the football came loose. I think they're going to say he was down. Then they're going to say he was down on that play. Unfortunately, uh, definitely unfortunately. With Trinity Ocilla. Valley is going to live to fight another yes, day. Yes, they will. Substitution is going to be made by the Buccaneers in the secondary. And that was a great stop there by the Buccaneers to force third down. This team is not great on third downs. We're going to see if they can get a stop here. 2.20 remaining here in the third. Trips to the left. Ball is on the middle hash, going to swing it out to Khalil Banks. Khalil Banks around the right side. Banks is going to have enough for a first down and a little bit more. See, and that's the play right there that Blinn had to be ready for. You know, they just threw a simple swing pass, and he had blockers out in front of him. He was able to do enough to be able to move the sticks for a Cardinal first down. Two minutes remaining here in the quarter, and – TVCC has the ball on the 31-yard line. Henderson's going to drop back. He's going to throw it to Banks on the wheel route pass. He had it in his hands. It's going to be knocked away by number 27, Bet. Great defensive play by the Buccaneers. That'll make it second down and 10. Yes, sir. And the secondary has done an exceptional job here in this ball game. They definitely have built them out on some huge plays specifically here in the third quarter, and then we saw that again on that last play. Trinity Valley is going to have four wide receivers, two to each side. Got to hand it off to Khalil Banks. Khalil Banks is going to go up the middle, has a little bit of real estate there. And he's going to have about seven or eight yards before he is brought 
down. He's going to be two yards short of the line to gain against Trinity Valley. They're going to go fast. And Henderson's going to pull it. He's going to have the first down. He's going to run out of bounds. And it appears that the Cardinals are going to rely heavily on Khalil as well as Henderson for the duration of this ballgame. I couldn't have said it better by self. First and 10 for Trinity Valley. Ball is on the 43-yard line. Alex Goodwood, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, and Grandpa Mike Prince here with his Open Mic Broadcast Network. They're going to come out in a pistol set there and throw a quick swing pass to Hodges on the left side. He's going to be chased out of bounds by number three, Dominique Harrison, well, he, second down and five. Well, he couldn't have got those yards without the block of number seven, Cam Williams, on that last play to create some room for him there on the left side. Henderson is going to drop back on the play. They're going to throw it to Hodges again. Hodges makes the defender miss, makes the second miss. It's a 40 down to the 35. He's run out of bounds by Harrison. And the Buccaneer defense starting to show a little bit of fatigue here with 38.8 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Well, they're showing some fatigue and a great job by the Cardinals for mixing some things up. They're going to play action, take on one play, and then hand it off the very next play. Henderson going to take the snap, hand it off to number 15, <laughs> Alfonso Thomas. <laughs> exactly, dude. SMU transfer. Yes. First, I think this was the first time we called his name this evening. Yes. He's going to have about five or six yards. He's going to set them up with good field position. 14 seconds remaining here in the quarter. And this looks to be the final play of the third. And it takes the snap, looking to his right. Pass is wow. to be complete to number 84, Braden Kubeka. And we have point, point nine seconds here in the third. We, but we have flags down. And yes. This looks to be going against Trinity Valley. I'm not quite sure what the call was. Yes. It will go against at least five yards. Yes, it will go against Trinity Valley. The Buccaneers catch a little bit of a break, if you will. Maybe that last penalty will somehow stop the momentum of the Cardinals on this drive. Nine point nine seconds remaining here in the quarter. Second down and ten for Henderson and Trinity Valley. they got to come out with four wide receivers, two to each side. Ball is on the left hash. Trinity Valley is going from left to right on the dial. Thomas is offset to Henderson's left, and that will conclude the third quarter of play. We're going to the fourth here. We're all knotted up. And, you know, one thing to note here in this ballgame, the Cardinals have zero problems moving the ball. We saw it a few times. They've been backed up inside their own 10-yard line, and here we see it now. They find themselves on the opposite side of the 50-yard line. They have so many weapons on the offense. They have Henderson. They have Khalil. They have quite a bit of weapons on offense. They have zero problems moving the ball. It's going to be a great fourth quarter here from Brenham Cub Stadium here in Brenham, Texas, and we're finally starting to feel that breeze here that mm-hmm. Mr. Kendall was talking about. And speaking of Mr. Kendall Cobb, we'd like to thank our underwriters and supporters rather quickly before we get back to game action. Well, Alex and Andre, this, this game is too close for comfort. And speaking of comfort, Hexair Comfort Solutions offers you as much as possible. They're out of Cyprus. You can reach them at 832-334-0300. Hexair Comfort Solutions. Thank you so much, Mr. Kendall Cobb. And the Buccaneer defense is back on to the field, 
here as the fourth quarter begins. Second down and 10 for Trinity Valley. Ball on the Bland 30, I want to say 36-yard line. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. God almighty, my eyes are getting it. <laughs> the ball is on the 36-yard line. We are all tied at 24 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. It's going to be second and 10 for the Cardinals. Henderson's going to have four wide receivers, two to each side. Thomas offset to the right. Henderson's going to take the snap, looking to his right, looking, looking. He evades the pressure. Wow. He's going to make – he's going to have about 10 yards there. And, see, that is just athleticism at its finest yes, there. that was a great spin there by Henderson, you know, to avoid the pressure. He showed great poise on that last play. And he picked up another first down for the Cardinals. See, that's a guy who has great feel in the pocket. And he just knew how to evade. He's comfortable. He's Absolutely. very comfortable in the pocket. Trinity Valley going to have trips to the right ball on the left. Has going to hand it off to Alpha. Oh, they're going to pull it. And he's going to pull it. And he's going to have about 10 yards before he just dies and gives himself up. Another Trinity Valley first down. Well, Boy, your grandmother, Alex, he's getting his dollar out of his 15 cents for sure each time. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. If I said it myself. <laughs> Anderson's going to take it around the right side. Nothing seems to be nothing doing there. Flags fly. It appears that this one may go against TVCC. Maybe holding. Momentarily on the most time you see a, a, the back judge throw the yellow marker. Right. It go, it is it, going against the offense, yes, and it should be in the neighborhood of holding. Yes, sir. And. Wait for it. Referee <laughs> Summit is current here at the 30-yard line. And they're going to back them up 10 yards. So it is holding. <laughs> Quite a bit of penalties here in the second half. And majority of them have been going against TVCC. The Bucks catch a break here. That'll make it first down and 20. And it has been all Henderson in this second half. He has put the team on his back. And he has carried them so far here in the second half. That'll be first down in 25. The crowd has come alive here in Burnham, Texas. Junior Valley is going to have three receivers to the right. One receiver to the far side, ball on the right hash. Henderson dropping back, looking to his right, looking, looking, pressure coming. Pass is going to be incomplete, intended for number 19. Tristan Wallace Yes sir Second down That was a great coverage there on that last play It was man coverage It was great coverage there And we've talked about the secondary of the Buccaneers So far in this game And they have done a exceptional job so far Trinity Valley comes out with Four wide receivers Two to each side Ball on the right hash Trinity Valley now going from right to left On your dial Henderson jumps back, looking to his right. Pass is going to oh, be incomplete. Intended for number intended for number 19, Wallace. Well, Wallace came down with the ball. He just wasn't able to get a foot inbound. And because of this, I'm bringing up third and long. Definitely an obvious pass situation here on third and long. And this is where the Bucks have to play good defense here, not trying to, and not give up anything, not let anything get behind them. Third and 25, 
Junior Valley with four hours. He was two inside there. And a pistol set. Henderson's going to just hand it off to Khalil Banks. Banks is going to have about eight <laughs> yards there on the play. Make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, that was and a- now they're going to – Trinity Valley will send out their field goal unit here. And like we said earlier, special teams is giving them. They take it away. And last time, Antoine Jackson personally take it away yes, points yes, he from did. the Trinity Valley was, Cardinals. And that was third and 25. And there aren't too many plays designed for third and 25. They decided to just run with it so they did not force anything on that last play. Valley field goal unit onto the field. The staff is back. The kick is up, and it is good with a 13-20 remaining here in the final quarter here from Brenham Cub Stadium. Trinity Valley takes a 27-24 lead here. Buccaneers will receive the ball. Alex Goodwin, yes, Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, the senior citizen, Mr. AARP himself. Yes, sir. Mike Prince is also here with us. He's somewhere. I'm not quite sure. Where'd the old man go? I don't know. Let's make sure he didn't get lost. <laughs> He's digesting his Mobius pizza. <laughs> he better not take the box. I tell you that. Well, guys, a lot of ball, a lot of time left to be played here in this ball game. 27-24 is our score in favor of the Cardinals. I would say great defensive, defensive stand there by the Buccaneers to not give up seven. They only gave up three. And they gave their offense another chance to take the lead here in the fourth quarter. This game is competitive, guys. I mean, back and forth and forth and back, and you can't get for, can't get any better weather, can't get any better broadcast team, you can't get any better games. So, guys, keep up the good work. I'm still waiting on this breeze that y'all been talking about. Where's the breeze? Uh, it's trickling in. So y'all in. said it's coming. I don't feel it. Where's the breeze? <laughs> and, again, we're going to give you a – oh, we have a 10 – oh, we do have a Clemson-Louisville score update. Clemson leads 26-7 to over the Louisville Cardinals. In Louisville, Kentucky, and it seems like it seems like I picked the wrong team to win this week yet again. I picked Louisville as well. I did. Wow, I did pick Louisville. Always just making a fool out of me. <laughs> I picked KBC Louisville. KBCC's gonna oh, onside oh, kick it. Wow, and it's gonna be. I think oh. it's gonna go out of bounds. Yes, they caught a break. The Buccaneers are well, gonna go break. out of bounds because uh, the Buccaneers were not prepared. For the onside kick to the Buccaneers, caught a lucky break. It seems as if they've been praying. They were been praying, and we saw that on last night, night. With, the, with the Rose Hill football game. There was an onside kick unexpectedly, and a lot of times when that happened and you're not ready for it, it can definitely be costly, unfortunately, for the Buccaneers. They caught a break, and the ball went out of bounds. Yes, sir, Andre. Exactly. You said last night that it won that high school team that game. They won 14-7 off that additional score. So onside kicks can be a difference. And, yes, and it definitely could have been a major game changer. changer if the Cardinals were able to, to recover that one. Yes, sir. Lucky break for the Buccaneers. At the Bucks live to fight another day. Blinn's going to have three wide receivers to the right. They're going to hand it off to Carlos Grace on the power play. Grace has some space across the 50. He's going to be down at the 46-yard line. He has enough, enough real estate to get a Buccaneer first down. That was yes, a sir. great power run there from the Buccaneers. They pulled the guard and the tackle. Yes, he just followed the big man on that last play. You can credit that run to the big man, number 66, Jermaine Townsend, on that last play. And Grace is, he appears to be a bit shaken up on the play, and I believe that's going to be an injury timeout. Well, we're going to hope, hope that Grace... His left, I'm sorry, he took a shot to his yes. right hip, and it seems to be favoring his right leg. Yes, and if this is serious, this could 
definitely be costly for the Buccaneers as they find themselves down by three, 27-24 to be exact here early on in the fourth quarter. And it appears that he's all right. You know, he's walking on his own. Like you said, he just kind of got shaken up on that play. Yes, just going to sit him out, get him a few minutes, but hopefully the big man, the star, can return in this ballgame. Paul Antonio Williams will check in for the Bucks. Then go with trips to the right. They're going to the tight end number 83. Austin Hibbets will check in. He's lined up on the left ball on the center. Cash. We're going to drop back looking to his right. He has a man. Oh. Caught by number five, Newton. Great play. Wow. From the Buccaneers. It looked as if he and DeAndre were both in the same area. Somebody may have run the wrong route, but the right right result happened for the Buccaneers. First down and 10. Buccaneers threatening. Yes, they are. And the DB was closing in on that last big play, number 24, Prince Robinson, to be exact. If he would have got his head up, he would have looked up for the ball. He could have broken that. He could have broken that last play up. I guess that's why, as defensive back coaches, they tell you to look up for the ball. Don't just run downfield. He just blowing an opportunity to make a play on that one. Correct. You're exactly right. They tell you when the receiver looks, you look. Absolutely. And the receiver, uh, Quentin Newton, elevated for the play. Defender did not did not elevate. Did not even look back, as you stated, and there's a big game for the Buccaneers. And we have a slight break. So, you know, we slight, have slight. Slight, <laughs> slight, break. slight, slight, slight break and slight breeze. Oh, oh there you go. There is no breeze. The Lord has to my prayers. You, you don't see. You don't feel that under No, I feel nothing. You know what? Maybe maybe he's desensitized. What do you think, Andrew? Uh, uh, I, know, you think uh, uh, I think so, but while we have a quick, quick, quick moment, I must let you know, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, of an upset this evening, Mississippi State defeats number 12 LSU by a score of 37-7. to 7. Whoa. That's more than an upset. Whoa. That is a beatdown. They served a whooping. I'm sure Dak Prescott's uh, celebrating that fact. Uh. Don't mention the Cowboys. He's done. <laughs> Well, we're going to mention the Texas. <laughs> you don't, want, hey, you don't want to talk about that. No, Buccaneers football, Buccaneers football. Back to the field that hand. <laughs> and we're going to hand it off to Quan Tony Williams. He's going to get stuffed. And it appears that Carlos Grace is still must be shaken up. They have not brought him in so far. But at the same time, Williams, I believe he had a touchdown in that first half. So they do yeah. have some confidence in the running back. Trips to the right. They got handed up to Antonio Williams. Williams is going to get stuffed on second and goal. Nothing there. And flags fly. It's going to be. And that looks to be. And, you know, when a flag flies like that off, after the play, it looks to be unsportsmanlike like conduct. A, yes, sir. And it will be unsportsmanlike conduct against Trinity Valley. That's going to mark off. Half the distance to the goal, and that should give him a first down. Yes, sir. And another penalty charge against the Cardinals. That's their fourth penalty so far, just here in the second half alone. They so got to play smart in that yes, guy. Sir. To, to sit up here and lose your cool in a moment like this with uh, with uh, Buccaneers knocking on the door. Yes, smart move. If you're, if you're the Buccaneers, you definitely want to capitalize on these penalties. First down and goal ball on the seven-yard line. Bucks line up with trips to the right side, into the left. They're going to hand it off to Antonio Williams. Williams with a little bit of space. He's going to be near the end zone, 
And they're going to rule him oh. just wow. short. And I said it just earlier. Short. I said it earlier. Forward, he would have gotten, got the I score. said it earlier. Even though Grace is out, he's injured. They believe in Williams. They have confidence in Williams. You saw it there on that last play. You did say that. They're headed off to Quantonio Williams. Williams is going to be. It's going to depend on where they mark him, and they're going to say it's going to be third down and goal. Well, he was almost there. He just needs just a little bit more push. Now, that's when you get behind the big boys, and you just let them carry you forward. He's going to need just a little bit more push on that last play. And they're going to bring in the big guys here, the heavy set. <laughs> third down and goal for the Buccaneers. Quantonio Williams, the D-back, pull back in. And Wiz going to go for the sneak, and he, oh, wow. He's going to be short. They're going to say he was short. It was interesting, though. It's like he got out of the power. There's a big power on the left side, and somehow he finds himself not even in the middle of the power whatsoever. It's in the field goal unit out there. He was completely separated from his teammates. On that last play, 10 47 remaining here in the fourth quarter. <laughs> the Bucks will send their ticket unit on the field. <laughs> Buckley on to kick. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're gonna. So it's like there's gonna be a timeout called. Well, we gather, well, we gather ourselves. So again, the score, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Trinity Valley's up by three. Yes, sir. Glenn knocking on the door. Yes, Glenn knocking on the door with 10:28 remaining here in the fourth quarter. A lot of football, a lot of time left to be played here in this ball game. Andre Davis alongside Alex Goodwin, the man, Mr. Kendall Cobb, right here. You are listening to Buccaneers football on. You forgot about the old man. Yeah, yeah, with an old man, a senior citizen, as you mentioned. <laughs> you are listening to Glenn <laughs> Buccaneer football right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The Bucks will send their kicking unit onto the field with 10-28 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Crowd's getting into it, guys. Crowd is definitely getting into it here on fourth. They're going go. for it. Oh, absolutely. You've got to go for it it's here. fourth and go. You have to go for it. And this <laughs> is when you go maybe with a hard count. On fourth and goal? Hard count them. There's a lot of space to the left side of the field. They can go – they could go just – they could run quarterback – they could run the quarterback to the left. There we and, go. And he's going to keep it. Oh, Buccaneers with 10-22 remaining. Right. Great read yeah, by quarterback a, Devin Williams. That was an excellent read, Alex. That was an excellent read on that play. The defenders went for a brace on that last play. He pulled it, and he scored a touchdown for the Buccaneers. Great call by the coach and great execution by the team. Absolutely. Buckley will be on to attempt the extra point. Boyd, the holder, these plays are sometimes all the biggest plays in the ball game here. The tap is back. The kick is up, and it is yeah, yes, really upright. Yes, and Kendall, you mentioned the play calling there on that last play, but it was the read yes, on sir. that last play that caused that touchdown because yes, you could have easily made and a long read. Oh, we have whistles and flags yes. down. Yes, and it's again up here. We have another flag down. This appears to be a, another unsportsmanlike penalty. We said this ball game was getting chippy, and this one is very close to just bo- get getting just a touch out of control. The referee is going to have to 
they're doing what they can to get a handle on this ball game. Well, you're definitely going to have to keep your composure, whether you're TVCC or if you're the Blend Buccaneers. You have to keep your composure. I understand in games like this, emotions get kind of high. This is a very close game, but there's still a lot of football left to be played. Definitely you need to maintain your composure for the remainder of this game. Yes, sir. And, Andre, to your point about the read, you're exactly right. Devin Williams did a wonderful job of selling the handoff, pulls it out, and goes in basically untouched. Yes, sir. As we have exactly 10:22 remaining here in the fourth quarter, Buccaneers on top of this one by the score of 31-27 to if you're just now tuning in. And we're going to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors for today's broadcast. Well, we want to thank... Auto Check, Chippewa Refuge Ministries, Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria, Burger Fancy Landscaping and more, Bush's Chicken, local business, Farmers Insurance Agency with Latoya Chappelle, and Hexar Comfort State Solutions out of Cyprus. And again, remember, you can always become a listening partner. Go to www.obnradio.com or you can call 832-213-8824 and join us. Yes, sir. You can definitely become a listening partner by visiting www.obnradio.com. As you just mentioned, we have been serving the community, we meaning Dr. Mike Prince, since 2002. I was only seven at the time. (laughs) But Dr. Mike Prince has been serving this community since 2002, and he serves the community. Well, we serve the community through faith and athletics by being the voice of student athletics. Yes, sir. The Bucks will kick it off. Banks and Hodge back deep, and there was a sportsmanlike conduct penalty against the Buccaneers on the point after try. The Buccaneers will mark, uh, so they'll mark off 15 yards. The Bucks will kick it from their own 20. Hodges and Carter standing at their own 20 yard line. Yes, sir. And the Buccaneers did a pretty good job moving the ball on that last drive, although they did have four penalties to help them out. But as I said before, I will take it any way I can get it. Buckley's kick is oh, away, wow. and he's going to sky it. They're going to take it at the 15-yard line, and Khalil Banks is going to have it around. going to take it around the right side, and he's going to eventually be brought down at around the 30-yard line. So, all in all, the Buccaneers were still able to flip the field. And the TVC is going to start off with Decent field position, but they were able to offset the penalty with the superb kicking of Buckley. And, guys, that's a big guy there. Yeah. The little bank is a big guy. Even though he really had that much room to work with on the right side, he was brought down, but he wasn't brought down easily. He's a load. Yes, he is a load. As we have exactly 10-12 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And, you know, the Buccaneer fans are starting to get a little bit animated. It looks to be... Number 40, Jonathan Cooper, Jalen Cooper's mother, leading the charge down there in the stand. <laughs> Banks on the carry. He's going to charge for He's going to have about four or five yards where he's brought down by big number four, Antoine Jackson. Well, it's no secret. When they find themselves down 31 to 27, they're going to rely on Henderson and Banks for this entire drive. Yes, sir. Henderson is going to hand it off to Banks. Banks is going to have about three or four, about three yards there. Two plays in a row. Two plays in a row. They have went to Banks on two plays in a row. Well, the Cardinals know who butters their bread, and they're definitely going to go to Henderson. Clock and Banks. Clock running here. Nine thirty remaining in the ball game. 
Trinity Valley has four hour teams to the east side. Banks to Henderson's left. Henderson takes a snap, looking to his right. Pass is going to be incomplete. Intended for number 85, Hoover. That'll bring up fourth down for Trinity Valley, and the punting unit is on to the field. Well, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. You know, they went with Banks for two plays in a row, and he gained quite a bit of yards for them. They only needed about 40 yards to get the first down, just run the ball, continue to work the clock, and keep the drive open. But they did not. They went with a pass on that last play. It was incomplete, and because of it, that brought up fourth down. Number 12, Sikori Smith back deep for the Buccaneers. And the punt is away. End over end kick. He's going to fair catch it at the 22-yard line. And that's where the Bucks will have it. It'll be first down and 10 with a 9-11 left in the contest. I think this is a great time to thank our underwriters, sponsors, and supporters. Yes, sir. Bucks to take this opportunity to capitalize. Let's go ahead and capitalize on our, our sponsors. We have Farmers Insurance Agency. With Tanya Chapel can be reached at 979-826-3026. And also, again, we cannot thank Mobius Pizza, Cafe and Pizzeria enough. Thanks to Henry and Barbara for providing our meals this evening. Visit, go visit Mobius right here in Brenham. Thank you so much, Mr. Cobb. And they're going to hand it off to number 24, Carlos Grace. Grace around the left side before he's going to be cut down by number 30, Bryce Cook. And I tell you what, if Carlos Grace gets the game ball for this game, he needs to give it to the big man, number 66, Jermaine Townsend. He has been moving defenders out the way for Grace this entire ball game. And I think this is a point in the ball game where Blinn has really got to start to try to bleed this clock here and run the clock down. They're going to hand it up to Quintonio Williams. Williams is going to have a short game. He's going to be stood up. And he's going to have, it's going to be a short gain there. Like I said before that last play, let this clock run. Yes, you know, you're up 31-27. There's 8.30 remaining. Just work the clock, move the ball, and continue to gain first downs while doing so. Now it's third and third and five, so they're definitely going to have to get the first on this play. Otherwise, they'd be forced to punt just for sheer field position. Williams has four receivers, two to each side. Williams to Williams' left. Williams is going to look to his right. He's going to throw it to Carrick Whitball. Pass will be complete. And that was great focus there by Whitfall in that last play. The pass was kind of low, you know, on that hitch route. Great job there by Whitfield to look the ball in the entire time. And he's going to have enough for a buck first down. Move the chains, move the clock. Moving right along. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the Bucks are going to go with a four-wide receiver set. Quantonio Williams to Devin Williams is right. Ball is on the right hash. Buccaneers going from left to right. You hand off to Quantonio Williams. Quantonio Williams, no running room on the play. Yeah, he really didn't have much room to work with on that last play, but not a bad play call. Again, you picked up the first down previously. The 720 remaining, just continue to work the clock and just move the ball down the field. Second and 10. New running back for the Buccaneers, number 39, Robert Franklin. Williams drops back. He has a man. Oh. And it's still going to be caught. But <laughs> Quentin Newton, down the 25 to the 15. He yeah. is brought down at the 17-yard line. Great yes, play. Quentin Newton avoided disaster, bobbled it for a second, but yes. he's able to get control of it. For a Buccaneer first down, the Buccaneers yes. are threatening with 7.02 remaining here in 
the fourth quarter. Yes, Newton has been pretty quiet for the Buccaneers in this second half. He picked up 90 yards reception for him last week in their win against Navarro. Great job, great character by Newton to pick up a nice chunk of yards for the Buccaneers on that play. Buccaneers are going to go with trips to the right. Franklin offset to Williams is left. They're going to hand it off to Franklin. Franklin is going to slip a tackle before he is brought down after a gain of about three. 6.37 remaining here in the ballgame. Yes, sir. Second and seven for the Buccaneers. 6.21 remaining here in the ballgame. Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis. Mr. Kendall Cobb and the AARP head honcho, Mike Prince. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Trips to the left. Franklin offset to Williams' is right. And the Buccaneers are going to have to burn a timeout with six minutes remaining here in the contest. And because we have a break in our action, it is a good time. Matter of fact, it is a great time to thank our underwriter, sponsors, and supporters. We cannot thank our underwriter sponsors and supporters enough. Start with burgers, fencing, landscaping, and more. You reach them at 281-253-2923 and auto check and auto repair located in Cypress, Texas. Reach them at 281-440-1188. Auto check and auto repair. Steve will pick up your vehicle and leave with a 2016 Toyota White. Diagnosis your problem. Auto check and auto repair. And both teams are back onto the field. Thank you so much, Mr. Cobb. Yes, sir. Second and seven for the boys in blue. If you're just now joining us, your blend Buccaneers are taking on the Trinity Valley Community College Cardinals. Number three, they're the number three ranked team in the country. The blend Buccaneers making their first appearance in the NJ, NJCAA rankings this week. They're going to hand it off. Williams is going to keep it. He's going to go around the right side. Nothing doing on the play. Well, he didn't have Third a down. Well, he didn't have a whole lot of room to work with on that last play. That just goes. He tried to make something out of nothing, but in the end, he ended up with nothing on that last play. And that'll bring up third down and ten. We still got five thirty remaining here in the fourth quarter, and the Buccaneers are moving the ball fairly well so far on this drive. Trips to the right. They're going to hand it off to Robert Franklin. Robert Franklin is going to go nowhere. He's going to be spun down. Marley stays inbounds to keep the clock going. And that's going to bring up fourth down for the Buccaneers. And it's no secret they're going to bring out the punting unit pickup to get three point punting unit. <laughs> I don't know how to punting the kicking unit to tackle three more points in this ballgame. If you're the Buccaneers, you wanted to get a touchdown there. But if you're able to tack on three and make sure. Trinity Valley has to take the lead with a with a touchdown and an extra point. You do whatever you can. He snapped his back to kick is up, and it is no good. Wow. Ah. He had the distance. He just hooked it a little. By a little, I mean a little to the right, and that will – TVCC will take over at the – 20-yard line. The Buccaneers run four minute, approximately four minutes off of the clock. Would have nothing to show for it. With 31-27, our score, 450 remaining here in the ballgame. Well, TVCC blew their last opportunity on the last drive. They went three and out, but they find themselves back on the field to get another opportunity with 450 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 
And the Buccaneers got to buckle down at this point to prevent uh, TBCC from going ahead. And they come out with four receivers to each side. Banks offset to the left. And Khalil Banks is going to run it up the middle. He's got nothing there. Well, the Cardinals are starting to become just a little bit of predictable here late in the fourth quarter as they went with the big man, Banks, on first down and 10. They did the exact same thing on the previous drive, and he was able to pick up only two yards on that play. And I'm not quite sure why they'd be running the football here. With We're under five minutes left in the Agreed. contest. But, you know, I'm not going to make any – I don't have any complaints here. And they're going to swing it around to number one, Mullins. Mullins on the Jets, and Mullins is going to be brought down near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they, so that's going to make it third down and eight. And this is an obvious pass situation now. Again, the Bucks have to keep everything in front of them. They can't let anybody get behind them. Yes, sir. They went with the Jets sweep on that last play. And personally, I'm not really a big fan of going east and west, specific, uh, specifically here in this ball game when they find themselves down 31 to 27, third and eight coming up. Anderson's going to drop back. He's looking to his right. Pressure coming. They're going to want to quick bubble screen. Justin's going to make a man miss, make a second miss, but he is going to be brought down by that blend Buccaneer defense. The Buccaneer defense has come alive here in the fourth quarter. Two drives in a row. Fourth down, and that will they will bring out the punting unit. 3.38 remaining here in the ball game. Not the best drive for Trinity Valley, and... The Bucks will get the football back. The clock running. The Bucks, with a, a handful of first downs, potentially can, they can put this bad boy on ice. I was wondering how many timeouts each team had to, to work Corey with. Smith back deep, and that punt was nearly blocked. And it's going to take a Trinity Valley bounce at the 30, and it's going to roll out of bounds at will the 29-yard line. 305 left here in the ball game, and it's going to be critical for Blinn to get a handful of first downs to yes, make sir. Trinity Valley use, the, use what timeouts they have left here to stop the Buccaneers from continuing to bleed at the clock. Yes, sir, and they, they didn't do a bad job of moving the ball on that last drive. They got down to nearly close to the 20-yard line. They just weren't able to punch it in, and like I say, with 305 remaining here in the fourth quarter, do what you've been doing this whole time. They bring Williams back out at running back. They're going to keep Grace on the sideline, but just do what you've been doing, run the ball, work the clock, and continue to pick up first downs. Buccaneers come out with trips to the right side. Excuse me, trips to the left side. Ball on the right hash, and they're going to hand it off, and nothing doing there on the run for number 22, Williams. Even though there was nothing doing there on the run there for Williams, the good thing is the clock continues to run for the Buccaneers. And I trips know to the excuse me, trips are to the left. Tight end on the right side. Ball is on the left hash. Williams the Williams the offset back. Two twenty nine left in the ball game, and Williams is going to bleed the clock, bleed the clock. Yes, sir. Four on the play clock. They're going to snap it, hand it off to Quantonio Williams. Quantonio Williams is going to have nothing there at this point. Trinity Valley knows what Blinn is going to knows what Blinn is going to try to do here, and they're going to blow it dead here. And I believe we have a timeout on the field called by Trinity Valley. Yes, you pretty much said it. The Buccaneers pretty much became predictable on this last play. You definitely want to get complacent. You know, you're up 31 to 27. 216 is a lot, a lot of time left in the game of 
football. That's correct. You have the you have. Yes, sir. Well, you mentioned it about the timeouts. It was uh, the Cardinals did have two timeouts remaining, but after that one, they only have one timeout remaining, and the Buccaneers have one timeout remaining as well. Now it's going to come down to these coaches strategizing to see what is going to work best for for either Trinity Valley to get the ball back or Glenn to go ahead and get that first down and keep that ball moving towards victory. Yes, and I actually have confidence in the Buccaneers defense if they aren't able to pick up the first down here on this next play as TVCC has blown two opportunities here late in the fourth quarter. Andre, I would agree the Bucks defense has stepped up these last couple of series, so even if they have to punt after this play, uh, I believe as well the defense should be able to hold the uh, Cardinals from scoring. Third down and 11 for the Bucks. They're going to come out with trips to the right. Ball is on the center hash. Buccaneers going from left to right. Ball on the 28-yard line. Williams going to drop back to pass. He's looking deep. Oh, my goodness. He's going to throw it to Carrick. Whitball pass is going to be caught. Wow, <laughs> oh, what a catch. Carrick Whitball <laughs> just pinned the ball to his foot, to his helmet, and they're going to they're gonna throw a flag. They're going to try to say unsportsmanlike conduct. I believe they're going to say Carrick Whitball spin, spun the football. <laughs> you know, you know I mean, that's going to pack them up 15, but they still have a first down. Yes, so, you know, I mean, even yes, though it's on Sportsman Conda, but at the same time, with a catch like that, as a player in the game, you can't help but get excited. That just comes with the game <laughs> on that yeah, last play. That was the mention of uh, Super Bowl with David Tyree catching the ball. Absolutely. Yes. What a catch by Carrick Whitball, but that's going to back them up 15. Cloud definitely not pleased with that last call. But even still, the Bucks with 208 remaining, the Bucks are on the TVCC side of the field. And even if the Bucks can't move the ball any further here, at this point you just punt the ball. Yes. Or quarter, or just essentially on a fourth down, pooch punt it. Yes. And try to pin TVCC back deep in their own territory. Correct. That was the main thing is to get first down. They did just that. Even though they penalty backed them up on that last play, they still ready to pick up the first down, first and ten for the Buccaneers. Glenn comes out with three wide receivers all to the left side. They're going to bring DeAndre Reed in motion. Williams is going to take it up the middle. Williams with some space to the wow. 20, to the 25, to the 20. He's going to be down to the 15-yard line. Moves the stick for the Bucks first down. That was an excellent read there by Williams on that last play. He faked it. He saw some room at the middle, had a few blocks, had a nice, nice room to work with. Great read there by Williams to gain the chunk of yards there for the Buccaneers. And the Bucks they're gonna have the football on the on the Cardinal fourteen yard line. Great play call there mm-hmm. from the Buccaneers. They're gonna go with trips to the right Quantonio Williams offset to Devin Williams' right. Ball on the left pass. They're gonna hand it off to Quantonio Williams. Williams is gonna get about three or four and he's going to be brought down a minute and four seconds remaining here in the ball game. And Blinn can just sit on it at this point. <laughs> I mean, sit on it and don't let it move at this point. <laughs> As they into it. In the contest here, the fans start to get... <laughs> fans starting to cheer here as the Buccaneers near a victory. About 30. They're going to run one. I think they only have to run potentially one more play here. The Texas staff on Tony Williams is going to have it around the left side. Williams breaks a tackle, and he's going to be down inside the 
seven-yard line. The clock will stop. The Buccaneers, I believe they may only have to run to one more player, and that will be it. The Blinn Buccaneers got down early, 14 to nothing, but they outscored the Trinity Valley Cardinals, 31 to 13 in the final. I will, now we have to call it the final 40 or so minutes of the ball game. Yes, sir. You know we said it before. The Trinity Valley came in this game as a number three ranked team in the country, and the Blinn Buccaneers came in as a number 14 ranked team in the country. But that's why I always say before. That's why you still have to go out and play the game. And you, as you said, Styles makes fights. So Styles, Styles makes this game. I mean, number three and number four, they're so closely uh, uh, ranked. But again, Blaine was able to come back and make it happen. And this just in from the senior citizen, Mike Prince himself, Antoine Jackson, the Ohio State commit, will be with us for the post-game show presented by Mobius Cafe in Pizzeria. I don't know who's doing the interview because I'm still a bit hungry myself. And the Buccaneers <laughs> appear as if they're going to be in victory formation. Every coach's favorite. 23.9 <laughs> seconds remaining here. And the Buccaneers are just going to kneel it down. And that is that will be the ball game here. And we've got a little bit of still a little bit of extracurricular activities. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And as they are celebrating, as they pulled off the upset, defeating the Cardinals by the score of 31 to 27. So with that score, with that victory, that's going to improve the Blend Buccaneers' record to 3-0 and on the season. And as for TVCC, they're going to fall to 3-1 and on the season. And like I said before, this is going to be a, a ball game that's going to be physical. It was going to be haymakers are going to be thrown. The Blend Buccaneers... Took a couple of hard shots to start yes. the ball game, but in the end, they were able to win the fight. Fights on one, fights on one in the first round. They're one in the twelfth. Well, they didn't there let this go. one get away from them too early. You know, they found themselves down fourteen to zero. They kept fighting, and only they kept fighting, they yeah. they put themselves in the driver's seat, and they pretty much stayed there for the duration of this ball game. You're exactly right. And Harold Letterman had losing a couple of the rounds early on, but as you see, they they stood withstood the blows that uh, Trinity Valley had to deliver. They came back and pulled it out. Couldn't say it better myself. Like we said before, Antoine Jackson, the Ohio State commit, will be with us post-game. We'll get him here as soon as soon as the players are off of the field. The school song, the fight song, are played for the Blinn Buccaneers. Like we said before, the Blinn Buccaneers victorious tonight, 31-27, to over the visiting Trinity Valley Community College Cardinals, the previously number three-ranked team in the country. The Buccaneers improved, like Andre said, to 3-0, Alex Goodwin, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, Senior Citizen Mike Prince. This is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And if I may ask, who was doing the post-game show? Who's doing the post-game show? I think it's going to be Dr. Prince doing that interview. Well, Mr. Prince, he has joined us. He went ghost for a while. I think he had to digest some of that Mobius piece, I'm not sure. But he has joined us back here in the broadcasting booth. Well, I want to give up my mic and get, let the good doctor have a seat and get, get set up for It's all right. You, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you can do all that. Well, you got to be nice to him. The man in charge is upon us here in this, bar, in this broadcast. <laughs> the man, Mr. Mike Prince. We're going to get him mic'd up here. <laughs> yes, sir. Dr. Mike Prince. Hey, guys. Let me first say great job by the Bucks. great job by you guys on tonight. Another strong performance for Grace and company. 
winning 31-27. Now it is time for our post-game report brought to you by Movius Cafe and Pizzeria located in Brenham, Texas, right off of Old Highway 290. And, no, I did not eat up all the pizza. I know. You, you know? Yeah, because it's right you know, there. Look, and I, I was monitoring you, we was monitoring and I heard pizza. you threaten me. What? I what? what? you threatened me about he better not take the box this time. Well, no, I said he better not take the you box. Didn't th- you didn't think I was listening with I that? Uh, listening. Well, Mike, you were monitoring, you were monitoring us. We were monitoring the piece. Uh, so it's no, all good. No, so no, it's no, all good. No, we've got responsibilities. We've got responsibilities. and responsibilities make sure I got some food to eat. Yes, sir. I do understand. Well, one thing, you're going to get your meals in. Have me one of those napkins over there, please, sir. Our Mobius. You got to wipe your mouth? Yes, sir. I got to get this pizza off of me here. As our Mobius uh, Cafe and Pizzeria post-game report, the Bucks victorious 31-27 to over Trinity Valley Cardinals, going to now 3-0. and If you just joined with Bucks uh, football, they missed the first game due to Hurricane Harvey against Texas A&T. So they're going to have to make that game up down the road. Not quite sure when they get it in, and even if it will be against um, – Texas A&T, but another strong performance. We heard the mention the line for the Bucks showed up tonight. They created some holes, some great lanes for Grace to be able to run through. And we can't say enough about how the defense showed up when they yes. needed to, led by that front four by our postseason player of the game, or post-game player of the uh, game, uh, Mr. A.J. Jackson. He should be joining us here momentarily. As a matter of fact, I'm going to um, ask if one of you guys will be out there to get guy to me, and we got two broadcasts going on tonight, so I want to make sure that he gets into the right booth. Uh, <laughs> he needs to get in the booth. Yeah, and, and uh, overall, guys, give us a recap on how things unfolded tonight for you guys. Well, Mike, I know you're a defensive guy. I know you uh, come from uh, defense. You play linebacker, and as you mentioned, the defense of the Glen Buccaneers, they buckled down specifically in that second half. I definitely want to credit not only to the big guys up front, but the secondary of the Blinn Buccaneers. And because of the Cardinals, they had a few, just a couple of big plays. One of them was like a blown blown assignment on the 10-yard line. But other than that, the secondary of the Blinn Buccaneers, they buckled down. And because of the Cardinals, didn't really have much success through the air in this game. Well, the Bucks showed some resiliency to me, being down early, 14-0, to the number three-ranked team in the yes. nation. Yes. Not just in the neighborhood but in the nation, and they were able to overcome that uh, with some stingy defensive plays and uh, a little quarterbacking change midway. Not sure if that was due to injury or just to send a message to him who came back and came back with a vengeance. You know, that's that's interesting that you mentioned, and that just further lets me know the confidence that they have in themselves. Kind of a lot of times when you find yourself when you find yourself down 14 to zero against the number three ranked team in the country, a lot of times you can get discouraged, you can get down on yourself, you can start making mistakes that can fully cost you the ball game. But as you mentioned, they showed some resilience. Uh, they kept their confidence, and because of it, they found themselves winning 31 to 27. Well, not only that, you got to remember the Bucks are ranked 14th as well, so right. which means they're not any slouches themselves. Right. Uh, and so you, the fact that you're playing at home, 
uh, and you're overcoming some adversity, you're able to get through and transition to some things to make it happen. So another strong performance for the Bucks, both offensively and defensively. But you got to like some of the gutsy calls that Coach Mahon made, in particular in this fourth quarter, on some going forward on fourth to go. I myself said I would have gone for it as well. Yes, sir. You're at home. You got the home team momentum behind your back. Send your message and put the confidence in your defense. And then the fact that you don't make it, you got a strong enough defense that can keep these guys pent deep in their own territory. Yes, sir. And not only do they have the team, the uh, the crowd on their backs, they also have that man back there at quarterback. Devin Williams. Devin that man Williams? Devin that man Williams. When you got him back there, he made some great decisions here. You can definitely tell that the coach talked to him after that last game against Navarro. He didn't really try to force anything right. this week. If he didn't see it, he either threw it away or he took it and ran it himself. So definitely a great job by the quarterback, Devin Williams, in this game. And you got to remember, he's only a freshman. Uh, right. So technically, uh, after you play your first game, in particular on the JUCO level, you grow up extremely fast because you're on an accelerated pace, as I've often talked about. And with him now learning to p- protect the ball a little bit better as he comes through to make make sure to uh, get everything focused and taken care of, he he is coming into his own right now as the Bucks sit in at a three and zero record. Yes, sir. And as we said before, they won by the score of thirty one to twenty seven. Mr. Alex Goodwin, your thoughts on today's ball game? They're gonna do that. I was my mind was on something else for a quick second, but. The Buccaneers played a great football game this evening. They rolled with the punches as they came. The first two punches came, and they came fast, and they came furious. But the Bucs did a little bit of bobbing and weaving like the great Floyd Mayweather in the last three quarters of the ball game, and they were able to come out victorious. Great game by the Buccaneers. Well, you, you use Mayweather, and I understand you to do that, being a young man of your era. And by all uh, oh, fairness, Mayweather's a one outstanding boxer. But I was thinking more of Muhammad Ali. I, I said, <laughs> I said well, 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 the reason I said because it was, a, it was a rope-a-dope type deal. You kind of let Trinity uh, exhaust himself and throw the punches, and he came back with the counters, and the defense really took control of this game. Yes, sir. set the offense up with great field position and be able to execute. Uh, you would like to see uh, the field goal attempt completed, but they didn't let that hold them back. They were able to come through and do some productive things to get the win. Yes, sir. And as a defense, you definitely have zero excuses to show up and play. If the offense is not scoring, if they're not moving the ball, you can still control what you do and keep the other team out of the end zone and they did exactly that in this ballgame. Well, anybody that understands anything about winning sports, I'm talking about winning sports, I don't care what sport it is, got to play defense. <laughs> because if I score 100 points and you score 101 points, you still beat me. Well, I understand. I was all, I was an offensive guy myself. Yeah, rah, 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 rah. I, was, I, was, I was more of an offensive guy myself. You know, we always – his side was always divided. You know, you got defense and then you got offense. I was an offensive guy myself. Well, but I understand where you're coming from. They say defense – well, they say offense sell tickets, but defense win championships. And right now the Bucks are in position. We don't want to talk playoffs too soon, but – they're in great position. Thank you, Jim Thank you. <laughs> They're in great position right now with the three and old start. Uh, they'll be on the road next week. Uh, as a matter of fact, I kept calling out Kilgore. I think they go on the road. Yes, sir. To play Kilgore next week. Yes, sir. And uh, that should be another interesting game. And then the next time the Bucks will be at home will be on the thirtieth, as they'll be in position, and we plan to be in position as well. Our post game show right now. 
uh, the Bucks victorious over the Cardinals by the score of 31 to 27. Another strong performance by Mr. Carlos Grace. We say Carlos amazing grace and no mercy. Uh, another strong performance by Wales. But the man who stood out, boys among, amongst men, men amongst boys, Mr. A.J. Jackson. You thinking about the Army Group? I was thinking about the orange. You know, End of the road on you know, bended knee. Hey, on bended knee. You know, I, you know, I will sing it for you if you keep on prompting. We're, we're all right. We're all right. Yeah, we're right? we good. We good. You don't want me to quit my day job well, at all. Okay. Well, okay. Mike, he is a man amongst boys. He sits he sits at six two, three hundred pounds on the defensive line. Well, three hundred four pounds, and which gives me the understanding. Well, that's probably why he wears the number four. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna ask him that when we, you get, we, we we are gonna ask him that, but I'm gonna let you let you, you know, let me that. ask him that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna let you ask him so that. So he might hear me. Well, maybe he won't hit an old man and wear glasses. How about that? <laughs> maybe. 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 Definitely won't hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Our post game report right now being brought to you by Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria located in Brenham, Texas, off of Old Highway 290, right in the heart of Brenham, Texas. If you're not sure of the address, all you gotta do is look for the big coffee cup on top of the building. As a matter of fact, they were voted the best breakfast in the city of Brenham. Also, the best cafe where you can get your Joe and the best pizzeria. So the trifecta is definitely working. And we're going to get some scoring updates from Mr. Goodwin, as I know he was interested in the Texas game uh, earlier. I heard you giving out some shout-outs. Bring us up to speed of what's I going sure on. sure was. And with a minute 10 remaining in the third quarter, USC 14, Texas 10. He was the number four ranked team in the country. Texas currently hanging with them, doing what they can. And that Clemson-Louisville game that we thought was going to be a game turned out not so much. Clemson is up, and they're up big. Scores 40 to 14, 839 left in the fourth. Washington leads Fresno State 41 to 7 at halftime on the Pac-12 network. Stanford and San Diego State just getting underway from San Diego, and Vanderbilt defeated. Number 18, Kansas State. And like we said earlier, Mr. Prince, Mississippi State romps over number 12, LSU, 37-7. That is the biggest upset well, of the week. a lot of people calling that an upset, but I beg to differ. Mississippi State always plays LSU tough, regardless of the ranking and where they are. And in my own honest observation and opinion, maybe LSU was a bit overrated. I mean, I, I, think, I think that's a very fair point to say. And it appears as if the big fella, Mr. Antoine Jackson, is being is heading up to the booth. Okay. He's, I he's can hear coming. the rumble. He's coming. I think the ground is showing. I can hear the rumble. Did not make that brother sound like he is just some big caveman oh, or something. Oh, no, no, no. He, he, he's, a, he's a man. That's for sure. He is a man. Before he comes up, we want to quickly remind all of our listeners, if you'd like to become a listening partner, you can visit our website at www.obnradio.com. And here he is, ladies and there gentlemen, is. number four, uh, Mobius Antoine Jackson Cafe Jr. Pizzeria player today. Give that man a mic before he take one of your mics. <laughs> <laughs> As he's getting mic'd up, I want to remind you, the Glenn Buccaneers go to 3-0, and winning by the score of 31-27 over the Trinity Valley Cardinals. Great defensive stance for the Buccaneers there by A.J., and if you don't mind me saying, Brother A.J., we call you A.J. Deuce because we know you're junior. Yes, but welcome to the post-game report, and welcome to being our player of the game, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, look, uh, you guys 
pretty much, and I'm saying you guys on the defensive side, I'm an old defensive linebacker myself, so I understand it's all about the defense. Yeah, they get excited to see the guys from, but if you guys don't stop them, you can't win the games you need to win. Right. Tell us how it was for you out in the trenches tonight. Well, first, it was kind of tough because they're number three team in the nation. Honestly, myself, I never faced a number three team ever in my life, but uh, we came out there with our heads up, and we knew we, we could get the win. So knowing that you can get the win, a lot of people have a tendency not to understand uh, Juco ball in particular. Everything is accelerated. Uh, you transfer from Auburn, and congratulations on your commit now to o- Ohio State, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But it's honest to say that you had some jitters and butterflies at the start of this game tonight, huh? Yes, I, yes, sir, I did. Uh, we, just, we just came out there with a W, and uh, – and I'm excited for my team. Well, we're excited for you as the Bucks go to 3-0 and right now. And uh, you guys end up making some great defensive stands. You're applying pressure, uh, shaking up the world. I got two questions for you. Number one, how did you end up with your commitment to Ohio State? Uh, well, coming out of high school, Ohio State, they recruited me very, very hard. And uh, I just feel like, I, like our connection, we never lost our connection. Uh, when I went to Auburn and – as soon as I transferred, uh, you know, they were, probably, they were like, wanted to see the call. And they said they still said they loved me and uh, no hard feelings that I went to another school. But uh, I just knew that they were there for me, and I'm there for them now. All right, very well. Now, my second question um, is it's going to be on a lighthearted side, but I'm very serious about it. How do you end up wearing a number four? <laughs> well, I, I asked the coach. I, I didn't want to take the right number. I'm not that type of player. Uh, I just asked him what numbers I got available. Uh, at this point, he said four, eight, seventeen, fifty-two. And of course, a big man—he always gonna wear a low number. So, is that? But four. you make that four look like an eight from up here, man. Yeah, my brother also played. He got number four. Also, he played at South Carolina. So, I feel like uh, that was a good choice for me. So that was a good choice for you. So there is a, a story behind the number four. Now, what's your uh, major, what you're working on when you transfer, what you're going to be continuing your studies in? Uh, pre-physical therapy, so I want to be a physical therapist. A uh, physical therapist. Is there any particular reason that led you to want to be a, a physical therapist? Well, well, for me, I care about people, so I just want to care, I care about them getting uh, healthier and getting back on their feet, so I feel like that's a good major for me. So you, you heard it first, folks. we got a gentle giant amongst us that in – Antoine Walker, I'm sorry, Antoine Jackson Jr. And in 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 the fact that, uh, but you're not a gentle giant out there on the field. You kind of take matters into your own uh, hand. Do you like being on the inside or the outside when you're coming in on your attacks? Well, if wherever they pin me at, that's what I do. So I don't I don't have a you know you don't you don't have a preference. You just show me the guy with the opposite uniform and let me go to work. Yes, sir. All right. Well, look, man, congratulations again on being our Mobius Cafe Pizzeria player of the game. As a matter of fact, you need to grab your piece of that pizza. Will they let you eat a piece of pizza? Hey. Huh? That's up to y'all. No, no. Man, let that man have a piece of that pizza. You tell me what you think, man. Um, Go ahead, man. Grab. Don't be afraid of the box. Grab it like it's a quarterback trying to get a – Get your, yeah, get, yeah he's a, get, get, grab, grab a hold of that, man. Take a bite and let us know what you think about it. Yeah, my dad, oh, yeah, this is what I like right here. You said that's yeah. what you like right there? Yeah, that's big. Boy, he, he got happy. He said big piece for a big man, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Now, we're going to give you a live taste. Go ahead, take a bite, then tell us what you think. Yeah, he says good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. AJ, man, congratulations, man. Look, we'll dab it up. You don't have to worry, worry about wiping your hands. Uh, Mobius Cafe, Pizzeria Player of the Game. Anything you want to share before we close this segment out, sir? I'm just, uh, just proud to be a Buck and uh, go, buck, go Bucks. Go Bucks, go Blue. Go Bucks for both teams. Ohio State and Blair. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bucks. It's a different Buck. You got a Buck high and a Buck near, but if you cut it in Bucks, it's still a Buck, right? Still a buck. All right, my man, good job. Good luck. Uh, and, uh, we'll uh, check with you on the next week as you get ready for Kilgore. We're going to get ready to continue to wrap up our post-game report right here. Alex, continue with some scores, then we'll come back with some closing thoughts. If you can, bring us up to date on the SWAC and the MEAC scores, and then follow up with the Texas update, then we'll be ready to slam this door. Our Mobius Cafe Pizzeria player of the game, A.J. Jr., we call you A.J. Deuce up here, though, man. Great job, little brother, or little big brother, however you want to take it. But, yeah, he's a big brother. Oh, yeah. Whatever you do, man, whatever you do, don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Alex. Give us some updates and, in school. Um, like we said earlier, Nickel State defeated Prairie View by a score of 44-13. to 13. Alabama State is playing Kennesaw State close by a score of 20-14. to 14. They're in the fourth quarter. UTSA is ahead. UTSA defeated Southern by a score of 51-17. to 17. Arkansas State defeated Arkansas Pine Bluff 48-3. South Alabama failed. South Alabama, South Alabama defeated Alabama A&M 45-0. McNeese defeated Alcorn State 34-27. And Grambling defeated Jackson State 36-21. So all in all, it was a bit of a rough week for the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And we're going to give an update on the Texas Longhorn score. 14-10 to 10 in favor of USC with 13-14 remaining here, remaining in the ballgame from the L.A. Coliseum. All right. With that being said, uh, final thoughts and comments from you guys as we get ready to shut tonight down. Great ball, great game from the Buccaneers. Like I, like I keep saying it, I have to keep reiterating it to you guys. The game started off slow, but they were able to pick it up as the ball game were on through some punches of their own, through a couple of uppercuts and some jabs, and they were able to come out with the victory in the end, 31-27. to 27. Great job from Blaine. And that just shows you the confidence that they have on not only the offense and the defense of the Buccaneers that you mentioned before, that they found themselves down 14-0, to zero, but they didn't, get, they, didn't get stir, get, they didn't get discouraged at all. They kept fighting to the end. Not only did they keep fighting, they ended up with the victory 31-27 to be exact. And you can definitely credit that went to not only to the big man who just left out of here, A.J. Jr., the quarterback, Devin Williams, as well as the running back, Carlos Grace. He got a little shaken up there late in the second half, but he was definitely a heavy load again for the Buccaneers offense. So great job by Carlos Grace. Just an overall great win by the Buccaneers as, as they improved their record to 3-0. and Bucks go to 3-0. and Trinity Valley falls to 3-1. and Buccaneer football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is going to bring us to a conclusion for tonight's broadcast here from Brenham, Texas. The Bucks victorious by the score of 31-27. to 27. On behalf of Mr. Kendall Cobb, Andre Davis, youngster Alex Goodwin, and yours truly, the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, we want to thank Blinn Buccaneer Athletic Department and Administrator uh, AD Coach Schumacher. want to thank uh, Coach Mater for her joining us at halftime, Coach Coach Ryan uh, Mahon, who will be on the Mahon Show on Monday morning, and Tara Dreyer, Sports Information Director. Until the next time, you guys be blessed. The Bucks 31, 
the Cardinals 27. Good night to all, and we'll see you on the other side.